Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 72 of Ruse Radio. We have a four-time, 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 four-time guest in the building. Who do we got in here today? It's your boy Jackman Raps returning for the fourth time. That's right. It's about to be great. What do you call a fourth movie? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> the quilogy? This is the quilogy. The quilogy, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. The fourth, I mean, like how we said last time with Harry Potter going on this great run that it did, we might as well make this a dynasty like Harry Potter, man. Dude, I'm thinking like Doctor Who. Like we're oh, going to have a million shit. seasons and it's yeah. going to be, maybe we should transfer into the TV show format now, Honestly, right? I mean. Let's <laughs> do <laughs> yeah. a spinoff. Right, that's hard. Hey, Doctor Who's dope, though. Like, Doctor think, Who is dope. Yeah, I feel like it slept on a little bit. Like, I mean, a lot of those, like uh, Sherlock is another one that's. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't really watch that, though, but I know what you're talking about. Well, I just mean like uh, when you're looking at like. Big British television. Like, uh-huh. It's probably well known there, but here in America, we don't really have the same reverence for it. And right. They had a whole different way of doing things, too. I don't, I don't know if they still do it this way with, like, limited series. Uh-huh. Where you'll see that sometimes in America, but, like, that's what Doctor Who is all about, is it's just these... Uh, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think it's, like, extra long episodes, and it's only five episodes in a run. Yeah, that sounds right. And then isn't Doctor Who someone new every once in a while? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, every that's season cool. it's a new It's doctor. every season. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that is cool, because you watch... What When was that around, like, the... Eight? It started in the 60s. <clears throat> okay, long so time ago. If you watch these older TV shows that take place like in the 70s or 80s i feel like doctor who was always mentioned like it was like this <laughs> i don't know like it was like this what movie was i watching the other day it was um gee i i oh, i can't remember but i was watching this show and these two kids are like nerds and they just love doctor who well they have a fallout or whatever you know they're not friends anymore and the other friends like hey you know doc the new doctor who season he's a girl like doctor who's a girl now and like it just Community. Community is the show. Was that it? Yeah, that's that's Troy and Abed. (laughs) I love that show, 100% that's Troy and Abed. (laughs) But yeah, it made me want... I was like, I'm going to go check out Doctor Who, bro. (laughs) And I think that's how I got into it. It's called Inspector Space Time on that show. Is that... I Does don't, that sound familiar? I don't know, because the only time I ever watched Community is my brother loves uh, Donald Glover, yeah. Childish Gambino, and he'll just be watching it sometimes. I go downstairs and just kind of hang around and smoke a blunt. And, yeah, like, well, that was pre-Atlanta. So, like, yeah. it, it, I, did your brother find him through Atlanta? or did No, he... Um, Childish Gambino. Yeah, I think camp, probably. That's when I found him. Yeah. As, I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, being me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I loved camp. I mean, like, there is so many... Uh, I beat the beat up. I call it Casey yeah, Anthony. Yeah, or no, made the <laughs> made the beat and murdered it. Casey oh, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, made the beat and murdered it. That's uh, even better. Yeah. yeah, he's got so many bars like that. There's Bro. one. There's one that I think of like almost every day when someone says like, "Do you remember me?" I think like the first thing I think is an elephant never forgets, uh-huh. and then I think so my dick remembers everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking elephant. <laughs> because that's a, that's a, one of my favorite Childish Gambino lines ever. Bro, like, dude's he, got an eye for a bar. I 100% agree, bro. I love Childish Gambino. I wish he would drop another rap album like that. Bro. I do too, but at the same time, I really respect his 100%. evolution. Yeah, as what's, an that, um, what's that called with Redbone on it? Uh, oh, Your Love. Or, Awaken My Love. Awaken My Love. Yeah. Great, great album, bro. Yeah. Like, I love that album, bro. Like, literally... I ain't really revisited it in a while, but I think that dropped in 2016. And nobody saw it coming. No, That was right bro. after he did the, uh, he did a festival type of thing, if I'm mm. correct, where he set it up. It was his thing. 
and it was very atmospheric, and nobody was allowed to bring cell phones, uh, and like it was like nobody could have cell phones right. on the premises even. And damn, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, that's dope. I and, like that. And people were saying like there was a buzz like, dude, this next album is gonna be nothing like his previous. Right, and, but nobody know, could hear it except the people that was there. Shit. Yeah, okay. so everybody's thinking like, okay, well, what does that mean? Yeah, and then you hear it and it's. <laughs> it's so much different, bro. The you first really song on that it. album, the first uh-huh. song on that album, really fucking blew me away, yeah. dude. It, it, it's called, um, it's called it's something "Me with, and Your Mama." Yeah, right. It's not, yeah, yep. That's my that's my second favorite on there, bro. Mm-hmm. Same here, bro. That's the first, I listened to it. I'm like, oh shit, like because there's that part where it's like, let me in, yeah. And then like he's on the song like. Yeah. And I just <laughs> love like <laughs> the production is so nice with like the synths and shit that he oh, it's just it's so good. It bro. feels so big. Yeah. And, and you compare that to his previous stuff and you can see why he wanted to go a different direction. Hundred percent. Because it's like he must have felt something in his soul that yeah. he just couldn't express through the hip hop. Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. He did his thing on that, no cap, bro. And I think that he there is it, it really is like something you couldn't have. There was no way to see it coming, even probably for him. Like mm. it was probably an interesting organic experience for him. And, and yeah. this is America was an interesting transition into it because that wasn't on the album, but right. it came out right around that time. Yeah, I think it came, did it come out after. I thought it was before, but it might yeah, be. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I can't remember for sure. But yeah, that was. He had a good year that year because Atlanta came out then too. I think. Yeah. Like a, or right at. I was all like a nice little stretch where he did his thing, bro. He dropped that album. This America and Atlanta were like all doing their thing, bro. Yeah, I, dude, he needs to be respected and uh, talked about more, I feel like. I think so. Honestly. I, he's on the... I, I will officially, in this moment, enter him onto the podcast dream guest list. Boom, right there. <laughs> yes. You got it. Donald Glover. Gonna that be on be, Roosh Radio. I don't think he does podcasts, so that'd be No, I've never seen score. him. I've seen him do a few radio interviews, but not not even that big ones. Not like Breakfast Club or nothing. It was like a little short shit. Yeah, Power 106, he had a crazy-ass freestyle a long time oh, ago. Oh, yeah. No, he, back, yeah, he did, he had one on Sway, too. Yeah. Where he's wearing that jacket with, like, a burn hole in it for some reason. And, yeah, he snaps over the pound cake beat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he does his thing, bro. Oh, God. So, we'll just jump right into, you said you have some questions for me. Yeah. You Now, last time we uh-huh. did this on episode three of what is now a limited series, uh-huh. you <laughs> asked me a few questions. You said that you had some stuff prepared for Ruse. Right. But you told me right before we started filming today <laughs> that you got a little sidetracked and did not ask all of your questions. Yeah, so you know how it is, bro. I just, I had all this shit prepared. And then when the time came, I just forgot about everything. So We got lost in the sauce. We did, which is not a, no, never a bad thing. You no know? shame in that. <laughs> but question number one really is like what I was really uh, upset with myself that I didn't ask last episode is where does your stage name come from? I revealed this recently on Ruse Radio okay. on uh, the episode we did with Schizo Beats uh-huh. because Schizo is very ingrained in professional wrestling. Right, so, I, yeah, I love WWE too. Me and him were both at the same Grand Rapids show last recently. It was lit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. So, yeah, I was big into wrestling growing up. Mm-hmm. I've since like fallen away from it a little bit. I still love what it is, and I love the storytelling aspect of right. it. Like, I respect it so much because I think it... Helps a lot of, uh, especially the kids who watch it, understand what storytelling truly even is. Uh, yeah, bro, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so I would wrestle with my friends growing up, and we would just, like, if you search online, 
I think you can find IWC, Internet Wrestling Championship, where me <laughs> and a couple of my friends <laughs> are cutting promos and wrestling on the mattress inside <laughs> yes, of yeah. my house. And, and you need a mattress because you can't just choke slam your buddy onto the floor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what we were doing. Now, let me just say, I can tell you from experience that whether you got a mattress or a floor, if you're taking a choke slam, that's going to take a toll. Matter of fact, if you're taking anything, if you're taking a pile driver, my God, my God. And so you know what? You know what I would suggest? My goodness. I apologize. But you know what I would suggest? Let me just throw this out there. A little bit of CBD. CBD is great for when your muscles are aching. And you know what, Roos Radio? We got the hookup when it comes to CBD. Chicka chicka CBDF. An official sponsor, sponsor, sponsor of Ruse Radio. What does that mean? That means that if you go into the link in our description, you can get $20 off your first order of $65 or more with CBDFX. And you're going to want to. You want to know why? No, I don't care. I'm going to tell you anyway. As we already said, CBD is great for when your muscles are aching. CBD is great for when your brain is shaking, okay? It's great for all kinds of things. It just makes you feel better in general. If you really are interested, I suggest you just go and Google CBD effects, not FX, CBD effects, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Shout out CBD effects, shout out CBD FX, and shout out you guys for tuning in. Boom. Now let's get back to the origins of the rooster himself. And uh, I remember my name originally was Maverick, but it wasn't very good of a name. It just didn't feel, it felt like one of those like generic yeah, WWE like, video game generated names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember I would go through different like entrance themes and eventually I came up with Ruse by Chevelle. And Ooh. it felt like a great entrance theme. And then my wrestling name for our internet wrestling championship or whatever we're doing inside of the bedroom here as our, <laughs> as our professional wrestling, right? Hey. My name is Ruse now. That was what it was. And so I would start oh, to cut shit. promos. Like, I would go out there and I'd be like, listen, let me tell you a little bit about Bradley Cooper, okay? Bradley Cooper thinks he can fight me. That guy is a little fucking creature in a movie, okay? Rocket Raccoon thinks he can kick my ass. All right, so that's the real Ruse. This guy's coming out here and pretending to be a fucking raccoon. <laughs> All right, that's the real ruse. It's a joke. This guy wants to fight me. You guys are fucking joking right now. It's <laughs> fucking <laughs> So, you know, I just went out there. I, I, sorry, Bradley Cooper. Sorry to use you as an example. You're all, you'll also be on the pod one day. But, yeah. Oh, and that was another, just to side note real quick, I do want to get the three guys from The Hangover on the podcast and do a Hangover podcast. <laughs> that, That's be, one of, that is definitely one of my dream podcasts. That's, that's genius, <laughs> yeah. bro. I love that. Like, how has that not been done? Right, bro. Yeah. Like, that'd, be, that'd be good chemistry. You got to get um the... What's that one dude from The Hangover's name? The Chinese dude. Oh, the Chang. Yeah, you got to meet Chang, here, who yeah. was also in Community. Uh, Ken oh, Jong. Oh yeah, you're right. Ken Jong, yeah, good point. Who was a doctor, and I just recently found out a he's real from life... Detroit. Oh really? Yeah. I know that part. Yeah. I knew he was a real life doctor though. Yeah. Dude, he had a show on like CBS or something called The Doc. Or no, it was like he's a doctor. Yep. In, in the show. And yeah, my mom's like, you know, he's a real doctor. I'm like, huh? I the know. Guy, the guy who jumped out the trunk and hangover. <laughs> the guy who was shooting people with a machine paintball yeah. gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. So, yeah, so I would start to do that. And uh, yeah, eventually it just became like, it made more sense. 
I will reveal this here. This I did not reveal in the Schizo right. podcast. My original rap name. Yeah. This was not something I made up, okay? Uh-huh. I was... When I first started making rap, I was with a friend, and he, like, he lasted about two weeks before he decided he wanted to be a UFC fighter, and then that changed two weeks later. Right. He was one of those kids. And I stuck with it ever since. And I was probably about, like, 11 or 12, and we were just, like, we first got into it. And I remember we dropped a couple songs on YouTube, and there's the song Forever by... Drake. Right. And that was one of the first things we posted was a forever cover where I rapped the Eminem verse and I think I did the hook and then he did all the other verses. And he really, I don't know why, but he really liked the line, Rick the Game Young, you can call it Rick, <laughs> which is what Kanye says hey. in his verse. So we really liked Bad Meets Evil as well. Oh, yeah. Which is out. Eminem and Royce Defy. Love Royce, bro. And this was right around the time that they were popping off. Right. So we decided a good name would be Statutory Evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the actual worst rap name I have ever heard. I don't think it gets worse than that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, fucking, you know that oh all the companies were lining up behind that yeah, one. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that statutory guy. He's good. <laughs> I love that. Love that statutory. I, there's no way you could have prepared me for that. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's why I had to really set it up because right, yeah. I, I also can't just say it. It's like, wait, your name was yeah. what? You really gotta add some composition context, context to that shit, bro. You need it. <laughs> Because, yeah, I, that's why I also say, I didn't come up with this, okay? It was mostly his idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just went with it. <laughs> point, that point over <laughs> it was there. that guy. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and, and so I knew I needed a new name. Yeah. And, and it just kind of transferred You're like, over. well, I was that guy in the wrestling shit. I guess I could just use that. Yeah. That's hard, bro. And, and it's become more than that now. Like, to me now, what ruse means is that, that art itself is a ruse. Uh, it, yeah. Expression is a ruse. Interaction is a ruse in the sense that nothing is truly as it seems the more that you inspect it. And we're all attempting to put on a facade in order to seem a certain way. Right. No matter what it is. Like yeah, perhaps right. that's a little bit over analytical, but it's not false. Right. Facts. It's always yeah. true. Like, uh-huh. right. It's like what we talked about in the last podcast we did. I'm the host. Right. And you're the guest. Yeah. And like I'm playing into that that falsehood that I am the host of a podcast and then the, the more Bruce. I can commit to that the more I can trick people into thinking that's the reality right which is the ruse and yeah. That's, yeah no that that that's deep bro because everyone has an ego and shit too like what not in a, not in like a toxic way or like necessarily a bad way but everyone has an ego and what I mean by that is <clears throat> no matter what anyone says like oh I don't care what people think Everyone actually cares what people think, to a sense, like, in a way. I think most of the time, the people who even feel the need to say that probably care more. Yeah, right. They're just, they're just reminding themselves. They're like, no, I don't. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, bro, like, that just makes perfect sense that everything is a ruse, you know what I mean? And I like to look at it that way because then things start to make more sense. It's mm. like, like, don't trust whatever somebody says on face value. Right. you don't fucking know anything. Yeah. You don't know if it's for real or not. Yeah. They don't even know if it's for real or not. So it's all Damn. a ruse, bro. Hey, that's hard, bro. Yeah. I like that, bro. Nice. Where did Jackman Raps come from? I imagine it's got to be a kind of simple. Yeah, it is pretty simple. Uh, my family's been calling me Jackman since, since I can remember. 
I think my grandma came up with a nickname when I was still a baby. So my I had a few names. I'll I'll take you down how it went for me. So the first time I I started I wanted to become a rapper and I was like I need a name. So I came up with I still like this name. I came up with Kid Know It All. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's so, great, man. Right. That's actually like wow. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yeah, because like the thing is, you could go a lot of ways with that. Right. It, it, and it's got a nice hook to it. Uh huh. Like, what's know this it guy all. gonna talk about? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that was hard. I was like twelve, bro. Wow. So I was kid know it all for a while, dra- dropping some classic kid know it all shit. You know, <laughs> you know, with the turtle beach headset and all that. You don't know that KKIA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was kid know it all, and then I dropped like five songs, right? Somehow this like label found me. They, what was they? This called? is like pre-Instagram scams, by the way. Yeah, literally, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this label hits me up, and they're like, "Hey, we want to sign you." I'm like, "Oh, my life! I'm gonna be a millionaire," you know? So I signed with this label or whatever, and I'm like 12 or 13 maybe, and they're like, "All right." Two prefer two things we have to do now that you're signed with this. They're like, number one, you have to make a song to Heartbreak by Childish Gambino. I'm like, oh, okay, I could do that. And they're like, number two, you gotta change your name. They're like, kid know it all is too cocky and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. You know. So, so I, they were an actual this wasn't a scam. Like you were um, actually working with people. Apparently. Like I didn't obviously they didn't give me no money or nothing. Okay. But yeah, no, they were legit. Like they were actually trying to get me to make music. So I don't know what It'd be the like fuck if is going you on. were today talking to a twelve year old who raps. Basically, yeah. Like, <laughs> Calling yeah. yourself a marketing. <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly what went down. Because you're thinking, oh, okay, this guy says he's that, so I guess so. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm about to be a millionaire, but like, you yeah. didn't get paid. <laughs> Red what, flag. I don't know what the plan was but <laughs> right, right. i'm 12 years old making music on a fucking xbox headset so like, funny as a 12 year old you don't really know how negotiations yeah, are supposed to go i just was not traversed in that uh, they said field. label you said oh, right. yeah, yeah yeah so they tell me to change my name numbers bro. didn't even pop in your brain. <laughs> nothing bro. like yeah i'm signed by a label you know i'm on like twitter or myspace probably and i'm like yeah, I just signed my first record deal, you know what I mean? Like, no big deal. Yeah, like, it's going up from here, kid know it all in the building. So they made you change your name? Yeah, so I'm like, I need a new name, no. I Jackman didn't pop into my head yet, because that's just my nickname, my family nickname. So I needed a new name, I couldn't think of one. I'm over at my buddy Alex Black's house, shout out Alex Black. And he had a pet hedgehog, Okay. and his name was Heskey. And I don't know why, I just always liked that name, so I was like... I forgot exactly how it went down, but I ended up coming out. Oh, my name's Heskey now, which is terror. God, like, that's such a downgrade from Kid Know It All, if you ask me. So I'm Heskey. I dropped some songs under Heskey and then kind of took a break, you know? Still freestyle. I was, like, getting into high school, so. Okay. What? Why was Heskey a good name? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Why did that make any sense? Kid Know It All, that stuff has a hook. Like, it makes sense. Hesky? Bro, you <laughs> what? You had to know the hedgehog. It was named that. If you met Hesky the Hedgehog, you'd be like, Oh, that's such a niche thing though. <laughs> yeah. That's so niche. So it'd be like every single person that would like be like, Hesky, what's that mean? And you'd be like, Well, just hedgehog. It's <laughs> right, you don't get bro. it. Let me explain. It was so bad. Yeah. So I get into high school, kinda just freestyle at parties. Now I'm not really dropping music no more, but everyone knows me as a rapper. There's like, oh Jack. 
people started calling me Jackman because my friends would come over and they'd hear my mom be like, Jackman, come in here, whatever. So they'd tease me at first, but like, Jackman. And everyone at school started calling me Jackman. I'm like, fuck, you know, like, I, I was like, I don't like this. Like, I don't know why. I just didn't like it. And then I started to like it, you know, whatever. Like, everyone's, I was like, oh, I have a nickname. Like, a, the best nicknames are given by other people. I am whatever you say. You I know, am. exactly. So I'm like, this is me. And then Jackman, I was like, I went by just Jackman. Now the raps came along because when I made a Facebook account, you needed a last name. So I was like, I'm Jackman Raps. So Facebook kind of helped. Yeah, it did, bro. Like, there's still people who book me. Like, shout out uh, Jay Parker, um, aka the hero. Who he he really got me into, got me my first shows. He's like helped me out a lot. I think I've done a couple things with him in the past. Yeah, he's dope, bro. Yeah. And um, every time he books me, he just puts Jackman on there. (laughs) There's he knows you as the original. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, and you're like, no, dude, I'm a fan. Right. And, like, I'm still the same. It's, like, you can call me whatever you want. You know, like, Lil Wayne's got, like, ten names. Yeah. Really, you yeah. know? Like, he goes by Lil Wayne. Or, like, Soldier Boy is, like, Big Draco now. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I drop music, it will say Jackman Raps. But I can be known as just Jackman or Jack. You can, whatever. Kid Know It All. Maybe I'll bring Kid Know It All back to Alter Ego, bro. And drop uh, some hard, like, oh, this, this is my plan. I'm going to announce it right now. I'm going to drop, like, the most lyrical cockiest song I've ever made and I'm gonna drop it under the name Kid Know It All. Go or you can drop it like the title of the song could be Ooh, Kid Know It All. Okay, I like that. that. Like it still ties in a Jackman right. but it's also a throwback and it also still achieves what you're trying to do. Perfect, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, all right, then that, that's all, dude. It'll be called Kid Know It. Oh, ding, that's hard, actually. I like that. Yeah. Because when I first heard the name, I immediately liked it. Right. It is like a hook, bro. Yeah. I kind of wish I had that. So, but truly, I am Jackman. I'm not a Kid Know It All any longer. <laughs> like, I'm just Jackman. You, you were. Know? Yeah, I was. I, I was definitely a Kid Know It All, too, man. 100%. <laughs> I was a Kid Know It All until three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty bad. Bro, I mean, just sometimes, like, I really did feel like I knew it all, honestly. At that age, like 12, 13, I had everything figured out. It felt like I did. And, you know, that's what's crazy about growing up is you don't really, until you look at things in hindsight, there's so much shit you don't realize that's happening right in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%, Mm -hmm. man. I mean, I think a lot of people, that's why traumatic shit really fucks you up. I mean, like, when I had my first big breakup, it, it put into perspective for me, like, how much of a blessing that relationship even was. Mm. It fucked me up, dude. Because I just didn't realize the fundament the fundamental experience I was getting to have while it was happening. Yeah. And it, and I've never had anything quite like it since. But it's like as a kid, you don't you're ignorant to the way that the world shifts and yeah. the way that things don't always you just think this is it. This is it forever. Right. Yeah. Bro. And I know it all. Yeah. And I know it all. Yeah, same, like, just to feed off your point with your first breakup, like, I've only really been in one, like, actual relationship. Like, yeah, I've had a lot of flings with other people where it's just, you know, but I've only been in one real, like, relationship. Me too. And, right, so, like, I thought I was going to marry this girl, you know what I mean? Like, I had the life planned out, like, oh, we're going to have this many kids, and we're going to name them this, and we're going to live on a golden house on top of a hill above a waterfall <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like i i truly believe these things i was telling myself and just to see it come crashing down it's like 
That's your world. You know, like that is literally your world that you visualize. Your entire concept of reality. Yes. Yeah. D- like that's like think about it. Think about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's literally your reality was gone. That's why I say that's why I connect it to trauma because of like that's a relationship but that just any experience of that type will obviously leave a major impact yeah when you think things are going one way uh-huh. and then life just takes a 180 out of nowhere right because all you can do is just recuperate uh-huh. those things teach us a lot i mean they teach us how to how to juke and jive and 100%. move through it but like life is a freestyle man <laughs> yes sir bro. yeah and yes bro it, it truly is and that's why the older i get <clears throat> The more, uh, the more, I I try to appreciate things right now. You know, I always just try to remind myself because even I'm just thinking about last summer in 2022 was such a great summer. I was in Colorado, making a lot of money, and all my friends were there. We were all working. I got all my friends to come work this job with me, and we were just having a blast out there. Like we were, it was just so fun, right? I'm looking back at it, like damn, that was so fun, like. I miss it, you know what I'm saying? So this summer, what's going on right now, like all the good things that are happening in my life right now, I'm really, truly trying to appreciate them right now. Yeah. So next year, I don't look back and think, oh, damn, that was, I wish I could go back. Like, no, it's good. I, I was there. I lived it. You know, that's, You're present. Right, yeah. And that's usually what it is, is when I am like, oh, fuck, I wish I could go back. It's because I didn't appreciate it at the time. Mm-hmm. So it makes me want to go back. If I can appreciate it now, then I can be content with it you know, time moving forward and it happening. Like, that was fun, period. Like, I don't need to go back. Like, it's just, that was fun. Such an easy thing to say, but such a hard thing to do. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. It is. Because I I know that there's no way you can do it perfectly. No. Next year, I'm going to look back at something and be like, damn, I wish I could relive that, you know? It might be this interview. It might be something I do later today. You never really know. Could be anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. I mean... I've tried to get better with that. There's a great there's a great quote from the last episode of The Office that Andy says uh-huh. where it's, you know, the the worst part about the good old times is that you don't know they're over until they're gone. Mm. And yeah. That's so true. Yeah. And, and it it is so true, man. And and it's exactly what you're saying. I mean, I want to go to Chicago. That's my big dream. And I can't right. get so lost in that that I don't enjoy being here right now. Like, I have to constantly Thanks. remind myself of that. Like, yeah, I do want to move out of here and go somewhere else. But I also, I love doing this. I love being here and having the opportunity to talk to you. Right. And that's a blessing. And, like, just to identify with that and this reality and not to get lost in this fantasy land of, like, I heard somebody say that we all have two versions of ourselves, the self that we live and then the unlived self. Mm. And I think we really need to stay in that self that we're living in yeah, and not let that unlived self take over. Yeah. Like, I, of course, you want to have dreams, but right. like, you can't just let those consume you to the point where you're not looking at your mom when Facts. your mom's still alive and just right. spending time with her and shit. Like, there's so many things. Like, people with careers, you'll hear them talk about, man, like, yeah, I'd love to be more successful, but I got kids. Like, right. I still spend time with my kids. It's like... They're present. They, they're being present-minded and knowing, yeah, having a career is great, but 
I only get to have a kid one time, yes. and I don't want my kid to be 10 years old, and then all of a sudden, I didn't get to be there for any of that, uh-huh. and I don't want my kid to feel like I wasn't there. So right. You have to have a certain present-mindedness, no matter what situation you're approaching. It's very difficult, because we all have goals and aspirations, and we yeah. all want to ascend beyond our current self. I have to hope that we all want that. Right. But, yeah. At the, yeah, exactly. You hit it right nail on top of the head. Like, it's just, it's hard to do. It it's is. hard to do both, you know. It's hard to have your dreams and chase them, but also live right for now. Right know? now, yeah. Because, like, when you have dreams, really what a dream is is looking towards the future. You know, I have a dream that in the future I'm going to be this. So you're already living ahead of yourself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to kind of bring it back. Like, that's why I like Buddhist philosophy a lot. It's mm-hmm. about living just for right now. <clears throat> they say suffering comes from not being here. Anytime you suffer, a lot of times, almost all the time, it's because you're either wishing you did something different in the past, you're living in the past, or you're worried about doing something in the future. So you're living in the future. If you just live right now, like literally this second, this second, this, you know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking about what I'm going to do later. Then you can fully appreciate what's the environment around you and like the space you're in now. But so it is hard because if, if you take that literally, then you'll never do anything. Yeah. If you take it face value, then you just want to sit in one spot all day and just live in the right now. It's hard to find that medium. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of like, that's kind of what my life is about now is just figuring out how to like manage all that, you know what I mean? I think one thing that I, one, one transition that's occurred in the way that I perceive things is that at this point, I'm so tired of looking at like the way that I work on things or a project that I have is like, oh, I got to get this project done. Right. And then maybe one day I'll be successful and I won't have to fucking do all this shit and I'll just be able to do part of it. Yeah. I can pay people to do that. Like, I'm thinking about it like, oh, maybe one day it won't be this bad. It's like, no, I should be enjoying it. I, right, I get bro. to do this. It's great right now. Yeah, it's great right yeah. now. Like, 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 podcasts, for example. I could look at them like, oh, my God, like, I got to schedule this whole fucking thing. I have to hope they show up. I got to set up all these cameras. Right. I got to render this. It's yeah. going to take me hours and hours and hours and hours for one episode. Right. But then it's like. Yeah, that's what I signed up yeah, for. Yeah, it's what, what I'm I, trying to do. It's what I'm trying to do. What? Am, why am I fighting with myself? Yeah. I chose this. No cap. Um, and, and I'm living outside of the moment when I start talking like yeah, this. Yeah. Because uh, I'm thinking, oh, well, well I'm not going to always right. have to. No, just accept it. Accept that that's what we're doing right now. And that's cool, man. Yeah, That's you gotta, cool that you're doing that. And other people don't see all that stupid past future shit either that's the other part they only see you right now right bro damn i didn't even think about that bro mm-hmm. that's true as fuck too so it's like you kind of got to match them it's a lot bro just, just trying to be a creative person is hard it you is. know what i mean yeah because i mean one thing i've observed with comedians in particular is that they're terribly insecure i right. think even more insecure than a lot of musicians are probably uh-huh. because they are playing off of reactions they need reactions or else their career doesn't take off yeah whereas a musician is more kind of a cerebral thing you can it's still collaborative and you're still honing a craft but it's it's different and and with that being said i think musicians do have a lot of personal conflict yeah you just see a lot of insecurity in comedians in the way that they talk about things and when they talk about their childhoods there's always these issues right and so for me it's just it's it's like this this battle between how do I 
how do I use those experiences and how do I use that energy and turn it into something that I can share with people? Like, right. how do I help other people understand what I've gone through? And I think, like, a lot of artistry and a lot of, like, comedians, a lot of what they're doing is channeling whatever it was that they didn't, whatever that deficit is. Right. They're, they're digging into that and mm. then they're putting that out there. I mean, yeah. for me, I think I definitely have internal conflict and that a lot of that plays into my art. I definitely think so. Right. So I think that's part of the battle. It's like, not only are you... Not only do you have this past-present thing going on, this past-present-future thing, but you also, like, inevitably, just by being a musician, you, like, fit the archetype of the person that's going to be lost in that. Right. So you're more lost than everybody else is. Like, and, and, and that's why I bring up comedians. Damn it, bro. That's so true, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just hard. It's hard hearing it because it's so true. I bro. know it's true. It fucking yeah. drives me nuts every day. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I could be these guys. They yeah. seem like, like ignorance is bliss, dude. <laughs> I wish so it was just bro. simple in my brain. Uh, I wish I could just wake up and not give a fuck. But instead, I'm like, damn, bro, why? Why does? Why do we breathe though? Right? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> Shut up, Ruth. Bro, you know one of those is how you say comedians need reactions so their career um, flourishes. Yeah. I feel like a lot of rappers have boxed themselves into that same exact idea where it's not their music that's carrying them. But it's their antics and the reactions they get from them. Like Lil Pump when he was blowing up. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because of his music. It was because of whatever he did on social media and shit like that. And to the point where he would play into it and just yeah. do dumber and dumber shit. Right. Yep. Yep. So yeah. it's, it's just, damn, bro. Hey, can we take um an ad break or something so I can use the bathroom? Yeah. Hell Here's yeah, a shout break. out from our sponsors. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Sponsor here. Yes, Ruse and Jackman. These are two wise young men that you guys are watching right now. I mean, wouldn't you say these guys are fantastic men? They have some promising futures ahead of them. And with that being said, I think it's time you invest in these dudes now. Man, investments, investments. Man, that's got me thinking. And not just because I'm a sponsor, but just because this is something I like, you know? Robin Hood. Robin Hood is free. Freaking awesome. And they do just happen to be a sponsor of today's podcast. If you guys go and download Robinhood on your phone, you log into the Robinhood website on the computer, I'm telling you, you're going to find out that it is so easy for you to go and get your stocks. Okay, so if you want to go and invest in things like Ruse and Jackman, some stocks that are about to go up, then I Maybe you ought to go to Robinhood. Maybe you ought to go to the link in our description where you can get your first stock for free on the His House just because you are a Koopa Troopa. You're part of the Koop Troop. You're a chicken and a rooster, and we love you in these parts, and we want to reward you for it. That's right. So hop on that stock train before we drop the pain, folks. You heard it here first. Now, back to Roos and Jackman with the weather. And we are back. Wow, what a great ad that was. That was beautiful. Wasn't it? That's yeah. what I thought. I and like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a very nice product, whatever product it was. <laughs> whatever product it is this week, it was great, bro. Yeah, Go dude. buy that. Is the link in the description? Link in the description, yeah. Boom. Go, go click that, that link. Shit. Yeah, go fucking click the shit out of that link. Hey, but let's hop into that real quick. Like, I have another question. I'm ready. It's like... So we just we just went over like the past, present, and future, and trying to balance that because you do have to look forward doing what we're trying to do, but you also have to live here. So, in terms of with this podcast, 
and like what you're trying to achieve with this like how do you manage that like where i guess what i'm asking is like what is your direction with this podcast and how do you manage how do you manage it really you know what i'm saying yeah let me think about that my direction with this podcast i think that i do have a direction but not a strong one Uh in the sense that when I, if you're familiar with Joe Rogan, if you ever hear him talk about his earlier episodes, Mm -hmm. he says he did it on accident. He didn't really mean for the show to become what it is. (laughs) And I think that often the best creative things are flexible and they are willing to grow with time and change Mm. and turn into something else. And so if you go and watch those early episodes of JRE, a lot of what's happening is it's just him talking to his comedian buddies. And then at a certain point with certain guests, it starts branching out into something bigger than that. Uh. And so really what my goal is, like how I look at this podcast and what I think ideally it is. Yeah. It's not a Flint hip hop podcast, but right now it's sort of that. Like, okay, I see where you're going. Exactly. Yeah. So the direction is beyond. Okay. Like right here, right now, this is my circle. Uh-huh. And it's like with the early JRE episodes, that was his circle. Yeah, comedians. Comedians. And uh-huh. so you start with your circle. But then all of a sudden, you bring in somebody from a different circle, and that goes well. Yeah. And then their friends start seeing that. Uh-huh. And that's, and to me, that's like, it's just the beauty of collaboration in general. Okay. By working with the right person, you open yourself up to this whole new web. So I could see it, like, eventually, it's local now, and it's even, it's local hip-hop right now, really. Eventually, it'll be just local, whatever. Like, you've had more than hip-hop on here, really. But it's mostly hip-hop. But eventually, you'll start having less and less hip-hop guests, but still local people. And then from there, maybe you have someone not local, because the chick is so big? Is that is that like what you're going for? I the- would even say right now it's a little bit beyond hip-hop, but it's very hip-hop-centric. Like right. I, yeah, I don't want to box I'll, it in and say it's just hip-hop. But it comes off that way a lot of, yeah, with a lot well, of the guests that I'll have. Yeah, I think it's growing now. Like right now you're in an acceleration phase. Like like you said the earlier, oh no, I honestly I haven't watched like a lot of Bruce Ray. I've watched the people I know. Yeah. Which are just hip-hop people, you know yeah. what I mean? So I guess I can't really speak like I'm a giant. I've watched all your episodes and shit. Cause I mean, like, I watch them all. I love hearing right. myself talk. <laughs> but, <clears throat> like, for me, it's like, I I guess, you know, I do have to start watching because every time I do watch one of these episodes, I just love it, bro. Well, you know uh, what, what I mean? I'm, what I'm, for, for one thing, just to side note really yeah. quick, I'm realizing as I get to, like, this particular stage in the show mm. where I, because I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm adapting my mentality to this thing where it's like, I was looking at it wrong before. I was looking at it like something I had to do, right. not something I want to do. And now, like, I, I feel like like what this natural pour we have here, uh-huh. this rhythm didn't used to occur when I would do podcasts. Right, okay. So that is another natural evolution, mm. too. It's just like I'm kind of falling into this pocket of, like, just having natural flow with people yeah. and natural conversations. Uh. And, and to me, dude, the show is just it, – it's the same – game plan is JRE. Like, I'm just a curious guy, yeah. and I just want to talk to people that spark my curiosity. Yeah. So anybody I can have in here that is willing to talk, like, I want to hear what people have to say. Right. And, um, yeah, I think that generally one of the reasons I, I go towards musicians right now is because, one, that's my circle, but for another thing, those guys are the ones who want to be on camera yeah. and be in public and right. be in the public eye. So mm. it's just like the the... Part of the problem, too, is I, I think it's on me in the sense that I'm not reaching out enough. So uh-huh. I need to spread my 
tentacles out a little bit more yeah. and get some more people in. But yeah, if you watch some more episodes, you would see that like there's there's a couple branch outs, but it, mainly it is musical. And again, that's not necessarily by intent because right. I don't want the show to be perceived as just a music. Uh huh. And and conversation and life is so much more than one topic. Right. So and that's I don't why think I like to make it, it more than that. Although you have a lot of musicians on here, it's not like we get on here and we haven't talked anything about our music yeah. on this whole episode. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's not like, oh, it's a music podcast. He's having musicians talk about their music. It's like, like exactly. you said, we're just having a normal conversation. People come on and they think that's what we're going to do. Right. Like, not at all. I had Jemmy Hazeman on a few episodes ago, and we spent the first hour talking about aliens and yeah. AI. I literally asked him in the first 10 minutes, like, if you could see yourself being born, would you? <laughs> like, bro, nobody knows what they're signing up for when they walk in here. <laughs> so. Hold on, bro. <laughs> Hold on, bro. Just think about it, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, when I said that to him, I was like, you know what? I might just start asking everybody that comes in here that question. <laughs> that's that a, is such a wild question, bro. Isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? I, yeah, I would, I would. I would too. <laughs> yeah. I would too. That'd be crazy, bro. And you want to know what? I feel like I have. Uh, yeah? I, listen, bro, I got a story for y'all. <laughs> well, but, well, let me just finish the point I yeah, was making. Go ahead, yeah. So when I was saying that about like getting into the rhythm of it, uh -huh. you said like, oh, I'd actually like to listen to it. That's what I'm starting to realize is, now that I'm being that guy, right. and now that I'm not in my own head about it, dude, I'm making podcasts that I would listen to on the regular. Yeah. Like, I would turn this shit on uh -huh. and go for a walk. So, right, bro. So, yeah. But tell me the story. Oh, yeah. So, be, seeing yourself be born, bro. All right. So, I don't know how many fans I have out there of psychedelics, but I'm an avid psychedelic user. I love, I love the psychedelic experience and, like, what it can bring, so... With that being said, I the first time I tripped DMT and speaking to Joe Rogan, big DMT guy, you know, I that's how I heard of or no, I, I heard about DMT through just online, Terrence McKenna and shit like that. But I started around the same time Joe Rogan was coming out with his DMT shit when you know, he was like one of the he popularized it in today's Yeah, I would say around like twenty ten to twenty twelve, somewhere in right. that pocket yeah. of time was when he really started I mean he was talking about it in 08, but I, right. the bigger but Rogan that's when got, it was. That's when yeah. I'm talking about. Because twenty, that's when I brought trip acid for the first time was around 2012. I was like 14, maybe, and I I just was like, what? You know, whoa. Let me look into more of this psychedelics. So I, you know, figure out about DMT, and then oh, I stumbled upon DM. Uh, Joe Rogan does a Netflix. It's called The Spirit Molecule. He's it's about DMT, and he's like the host of the show, basically. So anyway. Eventually, I get around to trying DMT, like, way, this was in not that long ago, like, 2020. And this experience, I saw myself be born, bro. Not out of, like, not in the sense of, like, I watched my mom give birth to me, but I saw, it, so hard to explain. I, I saw, just trust me when I say I saw myself be born before, and it was crazy. Wow. Like, I, no, actually, I didn't see myself. It was more of I was reborn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I Dude, felt go, it. Go ahead. Yeah, that's about it. it well, was I was going to say, I had a mushroom trip once on about five grams. They weren't the strongest. So it wasn't like a crazy five gram trip. Uh -huh. I just remember 
think I might have smoked a little bit. I went and laid down. One thing I like to do is I, I always like to trip by myself, and I'll get yeah. under the blanket, and I'll, like, pull the blanket over my head so I'm just in the darkness. Uh-huh. And then I'll just, like, let that play out. Oh. And, dude, I swear to God, I had a, just for a split second, and I, I don't usually have visual images, like, like actual visual really? images. Like, normally it's, like, I'll feel yeah, like there's, like, the wavy thing, mm-hmm. but never, like, an image. Okay. And I saw a fetus, dude. Like just this, like a baby in a fetal position, just for a split second, and I was holy shit. It kind of scared what you. What the fuck was that? Because I saw it. Like right, I don't like, know how to describe like, it. To lip at the end of your head, like it was there. Like yeah, yeah. Like it's like you know how when you think you're imagining something, you kind of see it in your head. Right, like, but I no, you can saw see, it. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and something about like why it made me think like why would I see a fetus? Right. Like, what is it about the fetus? Yeah. And maybe there's something about like the. The birth and the idea of creation and mm. just that whole thing. Yep. And, and and like you said, rebirth. Yeah. Like there's something about psychedelics that inspires this sense of rebirth. Right. Yeah. And it's like crazy. I was just uh, like two weeks ago, I went to Lovers and Friends Festival in Las Vegas. And there's <clears throat> me and some buddies out there, me and my friend Roach, shout out Roach, and my homegirl Josie and Haley, shout out Haley. So we're all there. I tripped. Five grams of really good shrooms. Penis envies, bro. Um, if y'all don't know, penis, there's a bunch of different strains of mushrooms just like weed. So penis envy is like your good shit. Your yeah, zai, penis envy can be <laughs> two or three times as potent as any other strain, like such as like maybe Golden Teacher. Boom, perfect, yeah. perfect, yeah. So we're talking, if you were taking an eighth of Golden Teacher, you could be taking five to 7.5 grams. Right, of Penis Envy. Exactly. What a weird name, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I eat these penises, and I'm I'm just playing. So I'm tripping balls. I'm tripping dick, you could say. And uh, Tripping dick and balls. (laughs) I've never had a bad trip, per se. This is my first trip where I lost control of reality. I Shit. no longer knew anything. Like, a lot of times, I'll be going down that direction, and I just remind myself, oh, dude, you just ate some mushrooms. It's going to go away. Boom. We're good. Uh-huh. So I am start going down that path, and I knew. I was like, oh, I've been here before. It's okay. I took some mushrooms. I find my friends. Everything's fine. They leave. They're like, you want to come to this next show with us? Janae Keo's performing. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just going to listen. Like, okay, you're good? I'm like, yeah. They leave. I lose it, bro. I didn't know my name. I didn't know anything. Oh. I, I, Did you, I, had you done anything other than the mushrooms? No. Like nothing mingled with it? No, nope, just mushrooms and probably some we- this thing right here, some Cause, weed. Yeah, because that, for oh, me, yeah, people really underestimate the level that mushrooms mingle with marijuana. Right. I, uh, there was a great, the only place I've heard this described well was on Aubrey Marcus's podcast. And I can't remember the guest, but he's a guy who's all about cannabis and consuming cannabis in a healthy way and quality cannabis and he basically described it like mushrooms and marijuana when you do them like if you're gonna smoke while you're on mushrooms the best time to do it is five hours in like past the peak because if you do it during the peak or before the peak it's almost like too many cooks in the kitchen like Mm. you have to find a way to be able to handle one before you can handle the other and yeah. then you can maybe handle them both at once. Okay. But even then, it's unpredictable. Because I found that many of my experiences where, like, I'm tripping and it's going, like, I'm tripping, but I don't have any sense of, like, like uneasiness or, like, anxiety or, like, like it almost feels therapeutic. And then I'll smoke. And then it's like... Yeah. It always raises your trip, though, I swear. It don't matter when it is. But I'm not just talking raisin. I'm talking, like, 
Now I'm mind fucked. Like before, <laughs> okay. I was already tripping, but yeah. now I'm fucking. Yeah. What the hell is this? Right. So but. I could see how marijuana and mushrooms <laughs> so could true. get you to there. But this is the first time that's ever happened to you. Yeah, first yeah. time, bro. Like I didn't. It was just such a weird feeling because it. <coughs> I, I knew kind of new shit. Like if I were to see my friends, I didn't really know who they were. I just knew I kind of knew who who they are. Like inside of me, and I knew they were good people. Like, Broach came to me before oh. before he left this first time. He said, "Hey, buddy, give me your wallet." And I was like, "Why? Like, who are you?" He said, "Just give me your wallet, so you don't lose it, dude." And Broach trip like has tripped before. He can, you know, he was. He's like, "Just give me your wallet." I was like, "I know you're a good person. Like, here you go." And he's like, "All right, buddy, you don't want to come." You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really know who these people were, but I knew they were good. Uh huh. I didn't know who I was. I end up calling my mom. Like, I didn't know what to do. So I call my mom. I'm like, Mom, I'm tripping too hard on mushrooms. <laughs> and she's like, what? She's like, talk to your brother. Like, I don't like, I don't know. My mom don't trip. <laughs> like, she don't know what to say to me. And she hands the phone to my brother. In my head, I'm thinking, like, there's a mission that I have to do to get... I, I thought I was in purgatory, right? Like, I thought... Just, this was the end of everything. Like, I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. Because it was weird. Like, I I thought all I needed to do was drink a, <laughs> uh, a White Claw. Like, if I drink the White Claw, I keep surviving. So I kept buying White Claws. Oh, yeah. So I was getting drunk, too, bro. <laughs> now, I have heard that alcohol can actually uh, numb the effects of mushrooms. Like, it can diminish yeah. the effects of mushrooms. I've heard that. Well, I've never tested I it. wish it would have. Because <laughs> it, did not, it did not in this case. Eventually, I came back, and everything was fine. Okay. It's not like... I've seen people have bad trips. Like, yeah. freaking the fuck out, screaming, fucks them up after the trip, you know? That didn't happen to me. The next day, I was laughing and having fun. So, it was weird, bro. Psychedelics are, like, very crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if people, like... Even people who have tripped, I don't think, truly understand the full power of these things. And what are they, by the way? Like, what is going on? Like, when you eat, it's so weird to me, you know? Is it? Is it just, are you just experiencing the true power of a brain? You know, is this all happening inside of you? Or is this truly a gateway to something else that you're just tapping into, you know? My favorite description is that it's a reflection of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the best way to look at it. Like. Right. Whatever it is, whatever's coming out during that trip is still something that's within you. It's just that the substance is bringing it out of you. Damn, yeah. And that that's true. I feel like that is usually what it is. I mean, you can even observe it in people who, like, say for six months, I'm so deep into fucking quantum physics. Right. Like, I'm just so deep into it, and I'm learning everything there is to know about quantum physics. And then I take a seven-gram mushroom trip at the end of those six months. Yeah. I... Everything's going to be all about quantum physics. That's facts, bro. Because a lot of shit I was dealing with when I was in there was shit going on in my life at the moment that was weighing on me. That obviously don't show, like, when I'm hanging out with friends. Like, why? I'm not going to just trauma dump on everyone. Like, there's no point. If I want to talk to you, I'll, you know, hit you up personally. Especially when everybody else is tripping, too. Yeah, right, bro. It's probably the worst time to do it. Yeah, like, hey, you guys. Like, say some dark-ass shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I killed my dog when I was three. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Like Jack, fuck you, this ain't Jackman. Right. Hold on. Here's your wallet back. Go. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> get out. So it, it is, bro. It's just like 
I love them though. Psychedelics, like I just feel like I've learned. I'm. I like the reflection of it. Yeah, it's just I feel like it's it's helped me a lot. Yeah, I mean I think uh, we've said this in previous conversations, but like for me, I just I would never want to tell somebody that the answer for everything is psychedelics because I don't think that, and I think that. I also think that you shouldn't even get too lost in mind-altering substances, mm-hmm. no matter what they are. Yeah. Because at a certain point, no matter what it is, you can lose yourself. And you need to have at least one foot in reality at all yeah, times. Yeah, you can't... Yeah, you go into psychosis, like, essentially, if you're just gone all the time from reality. And you, like, use these as a way to escape reality. And I've been there. Uh, I mean, I have felt like a fucking alien. Right. Um, when I was deep into my phase of... Of tripping and uh mainly it was acid when i was deep deep in it because it because it was like i had first found it right and i was just i would trip every few days right i had this whole uh, like way of pacing out my tolerance so just right yeah. exactly because i knew i couldn't do it every day but i could do it every few days uh, so, and that was the only reason i wasn't doing it every day because of my tolerance right so it's like i was so separated from the fucking regular world because every trip would just send me in this other fucking direction yeah. to the point where i'm like 10 steps away from the path right. now because I've just fucking, I keep, like, I have no time to integrate. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll just go all the way out yeah. there and then I'll be like, let's go again, let's go again. All the trip really does you is give you the ideas. And you need to integrate And you those. need to integrate those sober. Exactly. Like, in reality. You need to take something unrealistic that you got from your trip and pull it into your reality. There are- if you're just always floating, you're like, oh, I understand. Let me go back and get some more. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're, oh, let me go back and get, so you're, you're never there. You can't to bring it back. Yeah, right. That's a great way uh-huh. to describe it. If you're always floating, you'll never touch the ground. Yeah, boom. Wow. Boom, another quote for y'all. That's, That's crazy. That's good, man. That's a good one. I love that. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I just, I, I, I just remember feeling like I could never make any real sense of it. It, it, it was frustrating. And, also, I find acid to be a little bit more of a mind fuck than mushrooms. Agreed, so agreed. I, I think that didn't help that I was only doing acid at the time. And it was just mainly out of necessity. I couldn't, I didn't have access to mushrooms. Right. Uh, now, mushrooms are 100% my preference. Same. I don't even think I would do acid again. That's I think, the same path I went down. Right? Mm-hmm. Same, same shit. I just love, mu- like mushrooms, there's something to me that's so much more. It's like nature. Kinda. It feels like more in natural, tune. Like- with the universe. Right. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It does. And and I always come out of it feeling like I have, I, I, there was something there. I mean, one of the best things about a mushroom trip is not even the trip, but the way you feel the next day. Yes, yeah. bro. Yes. And like, yeah, as it just feels very synthetic when you take it too. It just doesn't, kind of feels like it's trying to be mushroom. Yes. Yes. You know? Like, I, whoa, my fingers feel tingly. Yeah. Whoa, everything's just kind of. They're cool. I love it. I liked acid a lot. Like, I loved my acid trips, but I couldn't agree more when you say it's just something about the mushrooms. I don't know. And the sense of it, it gro- this is growing here. Like, it's a fungus. Fungi. Yeah. Like, and fungi is very real- similar to human. Right. Yeah. They breathe to- oxygen and shit. It's like weird. It's not a plant nor an animal. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Like, where did, you know, I've always. And the largest organism in the fucking world is a mushroom. Really? Yes. It's, oh, it's, I it's, did hear it's that. in a forest and it's right. all under the ground. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to know what that makes me think about? <clears throat> Let me ask you this. So they consider that one organism, this large group, it's like one fungi that is all together. They work with each other, right? And it's really big. But they're kind of separate at the same time. I think it's all one. So it's just one big mushroom, kind of? Yeah, it just kept growing out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because what I was getting at is, do you think, like, 
Think about an ant colony, okay? There's all these different individual ants, right? They all have jobs. You have a bunch of worker ants. You have a queen ant that kind of controls the colony. Don't you think that, like, when you look at an ant colony as a whole, it's kind of one organism, like the whole colony? Yeah, in a way. You know like birds, mean? too, though. When you see birds fly and they all fly in a... Right. Yeah. Damn, I didn't think about that. And, and what's crazy about it with ants and birds is that they're not speaking. I know. There's no Isn't that verbal weird? communication. Like, how does it work? It's just something in their DNA. It's so weird, bro. Like, what is everything, bro? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's the nature of the universe, though. It's just that's, weird, It's though. a question. It's a ruse, man. It I, that's is, what I think, bro. though. When I see that type of shit, I think, like, it's got to be deeper than this. I know, bro. It is. It's got... Don't... With everything I know and understand how things work, it has to be deeper. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be, unless everything I know isn't true, or I, there's more that, that I don't know, which there probably is. There's some things that, that make it seem like it literally has to be. Right. Like, because yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, like, yeah, maybe there's just something I don't know that would make it all make sense. Right. But then there's, like, just strange little synchronicities of the universe <laughs> right. that just happen to line up. Or, like, just the way that things play out sometimes in life. Like, can you think of a time in your life where everything just happened to fall into place? Right. Like or when that that one day when you get all those green lights and you get exactly where you need to go and it just felt correct. Yeah. Like there's just some things that occur in this world that are beyond explanation. Like yeah, you could try and say, oh well, it was just you just got lucky, hit every mm. green light. Yeah, but there's something bigger than that. Like, yeah. Do you believe in coincidences? I believe that coincidence coincidences can occur. Yes, but I also think that it's more productive. It's it's a healthier way to live to just assume that things are happening for a reason. Yeah, boom. That's a good way to put it, bro. Because why not? It's not hurting you to think that way. Exactly. And and if you look at things that way, it feels more purposeful. Yeah. And that's why I'm not a very religious person, but like for people who are religious, but they just are to themselves, you know, it's not like they're out here like, hey, you need to be religious or they're like, I'm spreading the gospel of Jesus. Like they're just doing their own thing and they're religious. I really respect people like that because I feel like religion is a good guide to live a good life in some circumstances. It can be. And I don't know. It's just like we just said, you might as well believe that everything happens for a reason. It's just a better way to, you know, it can, here's all these uh, perks of believing that way. Yeah, that's why I've always respected religion too. <laughs> right, Same because reason. it's like, yeah, why not believe it? And those people have more of a moral code than a lot of us. Yeah, yeah. and some of them just use it to not have a moral code. I agree. That, it makes sense. They, co- they cover up for... Yeah. Actually, I, I realized that when I was talking to somebody not too long ago. They, I said that exact point I just made and they went... Ah. Right, yeah. Because they knew a lot of Christians that did not follow that. Right. But I, I honestly, I don't I think, think that's the majority. No, I, me neither. I, yeah. I, I would go, I agree. I think the majority are good. Like Christians, I think majority of them are good people. Or at right. least the intent is good. Yeah. Yeah. And then some of them might not even know what they're doing, and they're doing a bad thing with it. You know, and I, I just don't think, it's just not for me, you know? But I don't hate on anyone. It's religion. Well, there's, like, go back to psychedelics, man. Mm-hmm. Some people think psychedelics started from, or religion started with psychedelics. There's there's that whole idea of, and and think about some of the trips you've had and how, I've never had a more religious experience than the trips I've had. Right. Never in my life have I ever felt something more certainly than in those experiences. And so to me, like that theory makes 100% sense. Right. Like, of course. Yeah, you, you had that experience, of course. Yeah, I'd create a religion. <laughs> yeah. i create a religion about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I love them, though. I can think of 
one thing I took out from a trip not too long ago that I, I'll never, ever forget it. Um, I was laying in my bed, as I do, as we've established, <laughs> right. in the dark. <laughs> With that blanket. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember, like, it occurred to me, and I was, like, laughing. It was hilarious because it was at the utmost clarity. Like, I am the only thing in my way. And that, you normally know that. Like, right. you know that right now. Yeah. But in that moment, <laughs> yeah. it was the funniest thing. Like, oh my God. Like, duh. Like, I'm literally the only you thing holding myself knew back. It. Like, you actually felt and understand it. And, oh my, like, duh. Yes. Yeah. And I'll never forget how it felt to understand that so clearly. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember being in that moment going, what? Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, why am I stopping I myself all- from oh. anything? Yes. And then I thought, too, like, I thought, what is my purpose then? Like, what is my purpose in this world? It's to shine light onto other people. Simple as that. That's what I love to do. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now by having you here. And that's what I do by by talking with people. I try to I try to spread that light to people however I can. Like, yo, what you're doing is dope. And like. Like I try to get people to believe in themselves and shit, because everybody falls out of that all the time. Right. And for me, like I know what it is to fall away from that, and I know how fucking terrible the world can be. And I just, when I think like, what could my place in the world be that would make me feel purposeful? It's to shine that light because I have that gift. That's my superpower, and Man. that's the other thing I realized during that trip is we all have superpowers. Yeah. And when I don't shine my light on people, I'm wasting my superpowers. Yeah. Damn. So why deep. would I stop myself from doing that? I love that, bro. And I'll never forget that <laughs> thought, like that whole thought pattern and that 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 process that plays itself out because all of that makes perfect sense, but. The way that it made sense in that moment, it was just like, oh, this is undeniable. Yeah, like the clarity I'm wasting was... my life by not acknowledging yeah. that this is the way things are. Right, bro. Like the clear. Yeah, I've been in those same shoes, bro. Where the clarity is just so unreal, you couldn't. Like, yeah, you always knew it. It's just hard to explain. And like, you can't you even really... let go of it. Yeah. Like, when you walk out of that experience, you can't forget it. Right. Even if you wanted to, even if you wanted to fall back into that ignorant, nah, I'll just fucking mind my own business. I don't need try all this shit right because for me i could just easily okay that was cool but i'm just gonna go work nine to five and yeah. I, don't need, I, don't need fucking, I don't need to do all this shit yeah it matters how you react to it as well yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah i mean that's life though too is is like yeah you feel these things in your heart but what you choose to do is what actually right happened. yeah yeah so i mean i just i'm never gonna forget that and i'm never gonna I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to let go of that because that I felt so religiously. I felt it so strongly. I, man. Damn. I, it, it, even in this moment right now. Yeah. I, I, it's all just, just revisiting right it. It gives me, you that man. feeling. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, because I, I feel it so passionately. Uh, I really, really, really love to see people shine. Dude. Yeah. Man. Shout out, shout out the Ruse, man. We got the Ruse in the building, bro. Shout out Ruse. He's the one, real. The only. The one and only Ruse, man. Because life is a Ruse. You know what <laughs> That's so what crazy. Were, what were some of those experiences that you had then? Some of those coming to moments? I mean, I've had a lot psychedelically and just spiritually, really. Um, I think the most recent one was not that long ago. Is um, I was 
a lot more popular in like 2016, 17 than I am now. It felt like I was. I was still in just, your head. Yeah, right out of high school. You know what I'm saying? Just I, I wasn't really worried. I was like, we're gonna get rich by in like two years. So for it to like felt like been there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For it to slow down and then it's like hard to deal with that, right? So I was trying to drop I dropped Lysergic Thoughts in twenty eighteen. I was trying to drop it since like twenty seventeen. It took like way too long to get out. And I dropped the tape and then after that I didn't drop any music up until meditated, like real recently. So during that time I feel like that was my the most recent time when like something hit me crazy, and it was this one was a psychedelic experience. Is uh, I was tripping, and I I don't really know exactly how it went, but basically at the end of the trip, like I came outside of this knowing that it kind of killed my ego a little bit. How I said I felt bigger, I just felt like I wasn't as I was worried about what everyone else thought of me and how big. I needed it to be to six. It wasn't about the music anymore. And you were living outside of the present moment. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, no, I just need to make music. I need to just go back to my roots. I why did I get into this? Because I love rapping. I love making music. I like that. This is why I do it is because I like it. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's an extension that I want my music to help people, speak to people. But that's an extension of just me doing it because I like to do it. I, that's the biggest realization was, wow, I don't, why do I care about any of this? You know, and it, it literally made me cry. Like I was bawling my eyes out, like just so happy though. These were like good tears, like happy tears. I was just, yeah. Cause it's like, it, it's a coming to moment. It's a profound realization. Yeah. Is, and it's something, it's always something so simple, yeah. you know, but you know, it's hard to get through to someone, you know, the last time we had this conversation, I watched it back. Uh -huh. I think it was the second podcast we did together episode 51 of the show and i remember what had happened was you said something like imagine being somebody who's never done psychedelics hearing us talking about this yeah and my response was like i i didn't get exactly what you were trying to say i remember watching it back and realizing oh that's what he meant right. like you were saying that if you were someone who's never experienced it, you literally have no idea what we're describing. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for real, though. Like, Because, like, I remember my response when you said that was like, oh, when I was a kid, I always thought it was interesting, and I just kind of went into my thing. Oh, okay, yeah. But I realized, like, oh, he's right. Like, if you don't know what that is, you don't know. Yeah, because, like, someone's watching it, they're like, what do you mean you realized, like, you just got to do what you love? And why like, are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so <laughs> That's why it's such a, like, it's such a hard thing to describe, yeah. dude. Because, and that's why it's so frustrating when you hear people talk policy or talk about how bad psychedelics can be. It's like, have you ever done them? Yeah, right. Have you ever tried them? Yeah. And, and that's a, it, it's a shitty argument, but it's not. Because uh, if you did do it one time, I understand. bet you, you would be thinking much differently about uh, it. I guarantee it. They, it's not like, yeah, I do drugs. If I'm doing a drug, it's because I want to get high usually. When I do a psychedelic, it's not. Yeah, sometimes it's because I just want to trip. I won't, I'm not going to lie. That's but it's way different. Yeah, it, it started, that is how it started. I actually. knew there was something deeper inside of my soul uh -huh. that craved. Like, I, I knew it's like, 
it was like what I said earlier in the conversation. Life can't just be this. Right. There has to be more yeah. than this. And right. then I found the thing that fucking confirmed yeah. it. It's like, whoa, there is more than this. Like, reality yeah. is beyond what we know it to be. Dude, I have the perfect analogy for this. All right, listen. You know how our eyes, we there's a lot more light that we can't see. Ultraviolet light or infrared light and shit like that, right? Um, gamma rays and shit. These are all light rays. We can't, our eyes can't see them though. So we can only comprehend a sliver of the actual light spectrum, our human eyes. I feel the best way to explain reality and consciousness, our human brain can only perceive a sliver of the actual consciousness and reality that's happening around us. Yeah, think of it like if you are looking through a paper towel right. roll, and then all of a sudden you pull the paper towel roll off Yeah, your eyes. yeah. boom. Oh, it's like, oh, it's just a lot... That's, like, the closest I feel like we can get to, like, explaining, like, the realization that you actually have, like, during these experiences. That's the most sense we can make of it. Because, yeah. as you said, we don't really know. Yeah. Like, what are they really? Because yeah, now right, right, we're right. starting to get more studies and we're starting to get more of it. But it's when I hear a neuroscientist explaining mushrooms, I appreciate the information, but at the same time, you don't need to demystify it. Like, right. You don't need to make all this sense of it. It is what it is either yeah, way. Yeah, you eat it and this happens. Exactly. Like, who cares what's going on in your brain? Like, that's interesting. But that, really, that doesn't offer any more answers. Exactly. You you're, not, I mean? you're not truly getting to what the experience yeah. is. Right. If you're trying to explain it, and I get that, but have you done it? Because uh, it's right. very, very hard to quantify yeah. what exactly that is. Right. You Like, yeah, because human experience shouldn't be discounted for... Yeah. scientific terminology and like like oh what happens in your brain when you get happy right like dope basically dopamine is released in your brain like but dopamine is also released in your brain when you're not happy for like other like when you have sex or something like you know what i'm saying like you can't just like they'll map the activity in your brain this was happening in your brain when this happens but you can't that doesn't truly explain any like experience like it, it it's it's helpful but it's not necessary yeah no and it is helpful like i i we should continue to do it yeah know? i agree I, 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 i'm a i'm a genuine lover of especially neuroscience yeah i really I love, love to hear about how the brain works yeah and, me and too for the same reason because i think that I, i'm really into philosophy i'm really into uh i mean psychedelics make me think a lot more spiritually right. and they make me think a lot about how, okay, so what is this life that we're living and what is this brain that is containing this life? And it makes you think a lot about that. So I, yeah. I love to, while I love to hear it explained, I also agree with the sentiment you're saying where it's right. like, it is what it is either way. Yeah. You don't, by over explaining it, you're, you're almost going to get to the point where you're overthinking everything mm -hmm. now. And now, oh, well, if I do this, my dopamine's going to do, 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 yeah, do, do, do. Right. Like, dude, fucking stop and yeah. just live your life. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it. Like, yeah. oh, what does happen when I do this? But it's not right. It's not the answer to like what it is. No, you know it's, what I mean? it, if anything, what I love the most about it is that it can explain phenomena that I previously could not put words to. Right. You're like, okay, well, this is what at least is happening in your head. Exactly. Or, you know, what physically is happening. In yeah. your brain. Like, uh, Andrew Huberman is one of my favorite, Huberman Lab, it's one of the best podcasts I've ever seen, and he's a neuroscientist from Harvard, and he'll just do, he does episodes on, 
He'll do one on sleep. He'll do one on appetite. And he's pat. He's like past a hundred episodes now. Some of my favorite episodes of his are. Like, I, I'll never forget the information that I learned from him. Like he's the reason that I focus so much on my sleep, and I know that it matters because I heard him explain it. And okay, that all makes sense. Yeah. And then once I took what he okay. said into account and I did that, holy shit! Like when I get good sleep. I feel a million times better. Yeah. I feel like a different human being. Literally, bro. I can attest for that this week. Like, it was, yeah. no, I had one good night of sleep and I just felt so good, bro. Like, like so good. Like, yeah. you're walking around like strutting yeah. and shit. Yeah. smiling and shit. Everyone at work's like, damn, you're happy as hell today. Like, like, SpongeBob, yeah. I'm ready, I'm ready, right. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I run into fucking work like yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, man. I just, I, I think that when you try to over-explain the psychedelic experience, you, you... You're just missing the point. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the that's the word for it right there, bro. You're just missing the point. Go ahead and try it out responsibly if you want to. Well, and, and, and the psychedelics are trying to show you the point. Yeah. They're trying to show you that, like, no, stop getting too deep into the literal mm -hmm. and just be in this. Yeah. Like, this is all right. Because there's no time usually when you're tripping, you're living right now. My phone has disappeared. I'm usually not thinking. I feel like, it's like the reason people have bad trips is because they try to get, like, when you trip, you should be living right now, right? Mm -hmm. People will trip and then start thinking about shit that happened or thinking about the future and give themselves a bad trip. Or they'll, well, they don't, exactly. They yeah. don't give in. Yeah, right. They, yeah, yeah. You just got to let it happen, bro. Mm -hmm. and, You're going to be all right. It's, it's a metaphor for life itself, that life is a freestyle yeah. and that you have to give in and just let that flow, flow. Bro, that quote is so hard. We've said that so many times I'm throughout our episodes, go. bro. I love it, bro. Like, you made me love it. I Ever love it. since I heard you say it, I have never stopped yeah, saying it. Yeah, life's a freestyle. It really is, bro. Life's a freestyle. Mm -hmm. yeah. When I was talking to Joey Coff uh -huh. on the podcast, uh, he even said it. He said, we're freestyling right now. Yeah. Like, as we're doing this, one, we're really freestyling. <laughs> yeah. Life is Shout a freestyle. Shout out Joey Koff, bro. Joey Koff had me on. Um, he booked me for a show. Okay. It was dope. It was... Uh, was it the one he just had? Yeah, pretty recently. It was at that venue on Davidson Road across from Banana Boat. Yeah, it's a little smoke venue. Yeah, right, right. So it was dope, bro. I loved it. Kevin Clouds was there. Shout out Kevin. Um, Young Flacco. Shout out Young Flacco and some other artists. Uh, yeah, shout out everyone was there. It was so fun, bro. I love performing. You he told like, me there was a lot of performers there. That's yeah, there was me. like almost 10 of us. Yeah. yeah. It was sick, bro. Joey Cobb, I, like, when I was coming up, he was um, one of the first, like, bigger artists I met. Like, it was just me and my friends rapping, and then we met a guy who was like, hey, do you want to come to a Joey Cobb music video shoot in, like, 2016? Is my friend Trevor Barrett. New Joey coughs him out. And, yeah, I was like, damn, this guy's a shit. Like, I need to get on his... You know, I, this is my first, like, oh, there's a whole music scene. I was just trying to... Make, I didn't know there was a scene out here in Flint at all. I wasn't even on Facebook yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is cool. So shout out Joey Coff. This is my dog. Yeah, Joey makes great music. He does. Uh, one thing that I'll always say about Joey is that he is incredibly good at building up a flow that makes phonetic sense. Like, mm. when you hear his songs, 
he'll set up a punchline that, like, he sets everything up so all of the dominoes fall right yeah, down into the punch. Yeah, fast. And uh, that's just, I respect that so that much. That's a good way to put it. Uh, yeah, because he, does, he it. does it every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good at setting up his punchlines. It's lyrical as fuck. Lyrical really, as fuck. like a good writer, bro. That's what it takes. That's what it means to be a good writer, bro. Is to be able to do something like that. How you explained it, like where they all connect, like this whole, like this, this. I don't even know the stanza. I guess like <laughs> of like these like four, five, six bars, like all uh, go together. Kind but of it's thing. all ne- ne- you can't take one piece out. It's right? All gotta yeah. Be there. Yeah. Hey, can we? I, I've been drinking. He's like, bathroom break. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. So so you want to know the sauce. Right. So back to the podcast, everyone. Welcome back. Um, yeah, so what I was saying is you got the sauce on TikTok right now. You the the content that you're posting is just you got it down. Now, just looking as an observer, I see what you're doing and I could try to replicate it, but I just want it. Like, I'd like to know your exact method of how you go about it, I guess. Well, I think on the last podcast we did together, you, you asked me something very similar. And um, I, I, it, won't, it might have even been pretty much the same question. Right. Because I don't want to give you the same exact answer. I think it's a little bit deeper. But mm-hmm. what I said was that a lot of it is practicality. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, because... The algorithm is the algorithm. You can't change that. Mm-hmm. But what you can control is how will people perceive this content immediately? Because a lot of it is that first That's three right. to five seconds. That's right. And then after that, how do I keep them watching? Like, So for me, what I'm trying to do lately is focus on how do I ensure that what I am showing you is not – like I'm not tricking you into watching my content. I'm not making you feel like – like, I bamboozled you. I'm giving you exactly what I'm telling you I'm giving you. But what and that's about, why I like what to do about these- making the content? Like, that's, like, when you're presenting it. But, like, <clears throat> when it, like when just making it. Like, how do you go about, what am I going to make today? Do you have a schedule? Oh, of, yeah. Okay. Right. Good question. Mm-hmm. So, the creative process itself. Right. Then. Yeah. Um, well, see, what's odd about me is that I have my hands in a couple different places Mm -hmm. so that's part of the issue one thing that i've been trying to get better with is literally creating a spreadsheet because i want to take this shit more seriously like if i'm going to be doing a podcast and music these are two jobs right these are two things that i need to be doing consistently yes because one thing i've realized recently is i am not publicly what i am in my head like Mm. i believe that i am something grander the greatest not even necessarily. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I'm the best rapper of all time. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it, it's how do I, because like, you know, in your head as a creator, as a rapper, as an artist, you're thinking, oh man, I have so many songs in, that I've put out. Like these people should know by now that I put in all this work, but nobody ever knows you put in all that work. Like think about the people that you discover, like. When I first discovered Joe Rogan, I didn't discover him on episode one. Right. I didn't discover him on episode 50. I discovered him on like episode 600. Damn. As did most people. As did most people. Uh. So it's coming to terms with that and then thinking, okay, so I need to be more consistent. Because clearly, like, and it's funny Damn. because I hear from everybody else, Ruse, you're so consistent. <laughs> I don't think I am. Yeah. I'm always, th- I'm my biggest critic. Right. So when I hear people say that, I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. Because you have no idea how hard I am on myself. Oh, well, good. So <laughs> then that makes me realize that I need to be harder on myself with my consistency. Yeah. Because I do think you are so consistent. 
contrast to me, you are. Yeah, you know and, what I'm I, and I don't even think I'm that. Right. I think I could be a lot better. So I need to do the same thing to myself. You need to so. optimize your time. Right. Okay. So it's like what I've, this is what I'm trying to do now is I'll get a, a piece of paper with, you know, just lined paper. Yeah. And Loose I'll leaf. use the horizontal lines uh, and then I'll make some vertical lines and I'll create a spreadsheet. Okay. And then I'll... Physical spreadsheet. Exactly. All right. It's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. How could I properly utilize my time on all of these days so that I can put out a podcast two days a week? Mm. And I actually, when I was realizing that I wanted to ramp things up, this was a necessity now. Because yeah. now, if I'm before we started filming today, I told you I was going to ramp it up. And you said, well, how are you even going to do that? Right. Because that sounds like a lot. Yeah. That's exactly okay, what I'm saying. Okay. I thought the same thing. So I had to get a piece of paper and scheme it out. Actually schedule it. Yeah, because I have to render the videos before they come out. And if I'm putting them out two days a week, that means I have to render it probably at least two days before. It takes about six hours to render because of all the sharpening and all this stuff that's going into it. So usually I want to render it at night. But if I'm going to be going out to the gym or anything like that, I guess that's a good time to do it. Take my dog for a walk. Right, something where you're gone. Away from the computer. Ideally, I have a separate desktop or a separate laptop just for rendering. Yeah. That's what I want to okay. have. Because then I don't have to worry about that. Then I could be filming a podcast while, while I render a podcast. But now, right now I can't do that. Uh-huh. So I have to manage that. And then on top of all of that, it's like the clips. Mm-hmm. I also have to edit the clips. And when am I going to do that? Right. Within this same seven day span. So now it's like, okay, I have, it's going to take me about, let's say, I think the, 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 the time slots I'm doing for the podcast are six hours. So if I'm giving anybody a podcast, if I'm messaging you, right. I'll say 10, 2, or 6 if I have the whole day free. And it's a four-hour block. So that and, and generally, that's worked pretty well so far. Right. And I've done two days now where I've done two podcasts a day. And it's perfectly fallen into place like each time where it's like, okay, that was just about right. Four hours is just about right. Yeah. Because, yeah, you could do a two-hour podcast, but... You know, the little breaks we've taken here and stuff right, like that. it goes a little longer. Yeah, it goes a little longer. And some people, dude, I, like you, I, we could spend all day in Oh, God, room. we really, truly could, yeah. like, not leave till tonight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we could rap for 10 hours. We like, could. You know, like, and I would love it. Yeah. But, like, the thing is. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that if I have a podcast later in the day. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, how do I make this work and you often hear from successful people they'll say that they'll say at one point in time i had to really figure out how to properly use my time right so yeah i have about six hour blocks for the podcasts let's say we do them on and this is an example because i don't have the shit i have the notebook it's right here oh let's go i can pull out the spreadsheet and i can say at least what the schematic i kind of had laid out was so I have a couple different like layouts that I did in here, <laughs> but I'm oh, trying to. Find... You got a web in there, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had the web in there, bitch. Let's go. Just trying to scheme this shit out, yeah. man. I'm trying to make this make sense. So I think the best one I can look at would probably be back here. I have another one that I just can't find though, because there was two different ones that I did, and one of them was beyond just the podcast. It was like, when should I be working on music? That's why I'm trying to find that one. I'm going to find it right now. But we'll just look at this one for now. Yeah. So I had it in two-hour blocks, and how I did it was, I'm trying to make it so the camera can see too. So like a new podcast on Tuesdays from 2 to 4, and then a new podcast on Saturdays from 2 to 4. Okay, that's great. So we know that's going to be happening. Or not 2 to 4, but however long the podcast is, they debut at 2 on those days. So if we're putting out 2 a week, that means I have to render at least 
on Thursday night. So it's ready the day yeah, before because Wednesday maybe or maybe even Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, at, at latest Thursday. Yes, exactly, because I don't want to be doing it last minute. And the other thing is, it's a 2K video. So I have to upload it to YouTube early so that way uh, the processing. Right. Yeah, so that's a whole other thing. But that means I'd be rendering on the Thursdays and the Sundays, ideally. Now, I wish I had the other one, though, because, like I said, dude, that one's got a lot more... It's a lot more in-depth, because in that one, I was really trying to figure out, okay, so if I'm going to be doing that at these times... And I did it before that one, so... I don't think I'm going to find it, though, sadly. Damn. Shamefully, because I didn't plan this out. Right. I have no idea. Yeah, you're going to ask me this. I, dude, I love when people interview Ruse. I really do. Yeah. I, I go deep on my shit. Hell I yeah, overthink bro. everything, so I'm happy to share. Hey, well, oh, I meant to mention this earlier. That shirt's hard as fuck, by the way. Thank you, yeah. man. You like Theo Vaughn? Yeah, I love Theo Vaughn, bro. I hugged him. When? Uh, when I saw him live in Detroit. When? And, like this year? Uh, a couple of years ago uh. now. And uh, I forgot that I hugged him, but I have a picture with him, and it's the picture of my uh, my Instagram, whatever you want to call it, Ruse Clues. That is oh. the profile picture on there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I, I just remember like he came out because what happened was Theo had just performed, and I knew that like if you wait in the lobby, sometimes the comedian's going to have to come out through the lobby. So I'm, right. I'm, like, telling Eventually. my sister, no, we're not leaving. Like we might meet Theo. We're waiting here. Ah, uh, you smart. Yeah. yeah. And like all these people are leaving. I'm like, nah. And by the way, I did see Longneck there too. Shout out oh, Longneck. No, no, shout out Longneck. <laughs> Longneck yeah. is a Theo Vaughn fan. Uh, dude, Longneck. That makes sense, bro. Him and Theo Vaughn like just a video of them talking. Yeah. Bro, like, they never. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Oh, he's so bro. good. Yeah. They should do that. Hey, I feel like Theo would be like, to... I had a guy back at home who had a long neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would say some shit. <laughs> bro, it'd be so good. Long neck would come up with something funny. Yeah, just say, like, yeah, man, that's literally like a titty. You know? <laughs> hey, bro, send this to long neck, bro. Shout out long neck. Dog, y'all got to do that, bro. Hey, for real. Long neck, I'll have you on the pod. Too, Dude, you way. should, bro. That would be perfect. Long neck hasn't, I've never, that He did perfect. no jumper. He did a couple, right, but not Yeah, much. good point. And yeah. he did, actually, you ever watch that, um, before they were famous on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. He did long neck, bro. Like he did. It yeah. was dope, bro. I remember watching that. <laughs> I did see that one too. But like, because it's, it's before they were famous, but then he still interviews them as well. Yeah, like, he, he actually he'll interviewed do the biography, them. and then he brings them on. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was dope. He it was like a phone interview or something. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But shout out long neck. <laughs> shout out long neck for sure. Shout out long neck gang. <laughs> long neck. Hey, shout out wide neck too. That's my dog too. Me and him are cool. Shout out all the necks. <laughs> shout out all necks matter. We next up. <laughs> bro, these guys were lit for a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's awesome. Long neck's still out there. <laughs> for me, it is, bro. Like, I don't care what anyone says, bro. Long neck's a top uh, 10, like, flint goat. Right. Like, there's saliva on that neck right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Long Neck. He is top ten. I love him. Bro. Like, I, it's funny because I, even though like it's, I just feel like he's kind of the perfect mascot for Flint. <laughs> Me too, bro. <laughs> if that makes any sense 100% at all, hundred percent does. I mean, I, I, the I don't area. even want to elaborate on it. Yeah. I think that says it all. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to the schematics. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have that concept laid out of okay so i want to be doing this amount of episodes okay that's nice that's nice that you want to do that many how are you going to achieve that so we we have this amount of episodes now i'm gonna to have to let's say how i did it the last time is i did two hour blocks and then i thought okay so i'll have a 
30 minutes here, 30 minutes here. I really wish I had it, man. It's bothering me, actually. Do you plan your TikTok, too, or just not as much? You kind of well, wing okay. that. So what, what it was was I was trying. I had never really done this before this. I'm just trying to add some order to it. Uh-huh. But I would have those podcast days. I would say it's probably going to take me about two hours to edit, edit one podcast clip. So that'll be a two-hour block right there. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's like everything should be blocked out. Okay. So I know that I'm going to be doing podcasts these days. And I know it's going to take about, like I said, a four-hour block to film a podcast. And then there's probably, I would say, a two- to four-hour block to edit a podcast. And then there's the render. Now, that's all podcasting. Now, how do I do music as well? Right. Because with music, it's not just the fact that I'm, there's multiple things. As a musician, I'm also making music content on things like TikTok and things like Instagram. And so if that's the case, then I want to be not only making new singles, which is one thing I've failed to do for a long time, is actually put stuff out on Spotify and Apple Music and all these platforms. I need to be making short-form content that fits on these platforms that also adheres to that brand. Right. Like I should. One thing I would do before is I would just post anything, and I shouldn't be doing that. I should be only posting music stuff. And it's like the way that I laid it out on the schedule, I remember. It was like I'll do one song every week, and then I will also do two separate two or three, I think it was three, three separate musical things every week. Mm. And let's say I'm going to dedicate two, maybe three separate two-hour blocks to that song, that single. So that includes mixing and mastering. So one of those blocks will probably be the writing process. One of those blocks will probably be the recording process. One of them will probably be the mixing and mastering. Got you. So that's that. That's, That's one single a week. Yep. And so let's say on Monday, I'm going to write it. On Wednesday, I'm going to record it. And then on Friday, I'm going to mix and master it. Boom, new single. Boom. And I'm also fitting that in the schedule with the podcast. Yeah. Like it has to happen at the same time. Right. Joe Rogan is one of my biggest role models. Uh-huh. Like, how the fuck does that guy do all the things he does? Right. Like, he yeah. ha- he's so consistent on his podcast. It almost, it's like you almost forget he has two, three other jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and he has see- hobbies. Right. Right. So it's like... I need to be realistic. I need to be able to actually do all of that. And then the other thing is, yeah, I got those songs. So how about that other content? Right. Okay. Damn, that's a lot of work, bro. It is. That's a lot of fucking work. It is. Because now, not only am I dropping the single, I'm also producing... What I like to think is I don't want to get stale, so I should probably be writing maybe like short songs, like little poetry type things that are like acapella raps right where it's something i can just pump out real quick like just four bars uh-huh. super quick and i've done quite a few of those like um i have one that's like attention is commodity the odyssey is dead uh, uh pleasantries are property improperly were fed castles now are crumbling the king's another fed close your eyes and uh, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm not going to remember how it ends. And you just it's post so it to TikTok. And you're like, Roos, at the end or something. And you like just post that to TikTok? Exactly. Okay. And I'll just post that as a simple, short little thing. Or, I'm sure you've seen a lot of these short song things that right. I'll do. You find a good section of the song or whatever. Yeah. And okay. it'll literally just be a small piece of content that I 
Like, usually how that creative process occurs, because what I'm describing to you is the way I, ideally, I am doing it. The way that I've been doing it with those is I would just be scrolling on TikTok and all of a sudden I'd see one of those duet challenges or I would see a beat and I'd be like, oh, okay, so I'll just rap over that. I got my stuff to mix it and master it and record it. So I already have all that. Okay, I, I just see. need to write the rap and then I can produce a small piece of content. And to me, what's so genius about that is it's basically a song. Like I, so many people comment on those TikToks and they're like, make this a full song. Yeah. I'm like this is a full yeah. song. What is a song? Right. A song is whatever a song is. So there, I'm just making 30, 60 second songs and then posting those as content as well. And I, like I said, I want to keep that blade sharpened. Damn, that's hard, bro. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So before I would just like, I would scroll. And, and to me, it made sense because like, I'm not going to go and buy this $200 beat when I can just get this beat for free yeah. and release it as free content. Right. And as a music video as well. Duh, yeah. Like, duh. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, and matter of fact, one of those TikToks that I made, I told you about this before, it was based on one of the freestyles we did in this room mm-hmm. because I remember I heard it back and I was able to find the beat and I just recorded it and then made it as a 60-second TikTok uh, based on the freestyle right. that I did. So you can even do shit like that where it's like, right. oh, that was good. If I just You know, I just did, so I just posted a freestyle of the TikTok I was doing with some friends. It was so hard, I turned it into a song. I wake up. Yeah, that one, yeah. It's a song now. Yeah. So, I'm like, I could post a TikTok, like, how it started, and it's like the freestyle, how it's going, (laughs) and then it's like the music video. And actually, that is what I'm bad at, is Uh that, because I'm not good at, I I feel like, not to toot my own horn, Uh but I'm almost too creative <laughs> right. to the point where yeah, like, I look down on that type of shit. I'm like, no, right. I don't want to exactly. conform. Exactly, that's so cliche yeah. of TikTok cliche-ness, how it started. like, And it's like this and that. That's I don't want to post the same thing as you. You're right, yeah. but it works, but it bro. Works. It's stupid. You got to dumb yourself down sometimes. Mm-hmm. I love being like, that's why that song, like I love that song, the one we're talking about right now, but it's a simple song. Now, I have some crazy shit, lyrical-ass fucking... Like Joey Cop, Domino, Fallen, like bars. And they don't get, they only get respected by like rappers and shit. Like, I may, I feel like my early music, I made music for other musicians, other rappers. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I had a musician tell me just recently. He said, like, with all due respect, like, your music is too smart. Like, he mm-hmm. basically told me, that that I'm making music for musicians, right? And the musicians are already impressed. Yeah, but I need to focus on the regular person. The, the now. masses. Yeah, you know what I mean? because the regular person doesn't give a shit that I perfectly crafted that bar. Right. <laughs> well, this does it sound good? Did it hit me instantly? Yeah, that's what they care about. But me being an artist, like I loved that shit always growing up. Like some of my biggest influences are real lyrical ass rappers, like Most Def and Eminem and Nas and shit, like. Why do people like Nas? Like, if you ask me why I like Nas, is I mean, I guess it's a lot of reasons. Like, he embodies like New York hip hop, I guess. But it really boils down to his lyricism and how he um, crashed these bars together. If I ask my friend Koi, who's my roommate now, he he's more of like an NBA young boy guy, but he loves Nas still, though. I wonder why he likes Nas, though. I I have a feeling it's a different reason because I think Nas is hitting both at the same time. And there's a lot of people that are, like Benny the Butcher. Like, there's lyrical rappers out there that are going to strike my fancy, but they're also going to strike the fancy of a more casual listener. I mean, the best example is Eminem. 
Really, though, that is the best example. He, everyone loves Eminem. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying, though. He does like, it almost to a fault. Yeah. Like, like he's so good, but, like, people, he, he, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just hard to, like, Eminem's stuff can be really, really good and really, really smart. But it's also just palatable enough. Like I feel like if Eminem really wanted to be the rapper's well, rapper, yeah, and and, 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 and over he has time, recently he's gotten too exact, far into that direction, right? Like, I think and that's why people the, don't like him no exactly. more. Exactly, because he's just super lyrical. Like, and I say this with all due respect. I, if anything, it's like we're respecting him as a musician. We're saying he's yeah. a musician's musician, like, right. and he needs to be more of the people's musician, which he was before, like yeah. Slim Shady. Lyrical, but Slim Shady is the reason Slim Shady was um, successful is the shock value kind of. Yeah, is like people are like, "Damn, did you hear what he said?" It's not what he said. Yeah, like, it's there's, like there's nothing super stickity dickity dickity about right. high kids. Do you like violence? Right. Do you want to see me stick nine inch nails between each of my eyelids? Right. Like at core, it's just like, "Damn, this guy's crazy." Yeah. But if you really listen, it is too. Like, hi, kids, do you like violence? Want to see me stick nine-inch nails through each one of my eyes? But he's making it palatable. Right, very palatable. But yeah. us as musicians are like, oh, damn, those syllables, there's a, a lot of syllables yeah. in that shit that all match together. Casual listeners just like, oh, fuck, he's crazy. He's talking to kids about this and that. Yeah. So, yeah, he did them both good. Yeah. Now he's just, I still like, I love, you just made me realize, that's why I'm one of the guys who loves Eminem still. It's because I'm a musician. And I'm I love, like, I, like, to me, I'll listen to the stuff he does now. I'm like, what? Yeah. He, what? Like, yeah. When he dropped that campaign speech song, if you remember yeah, that one. Yeah, for Donald Trump on BET, that one? No, no, no. It was oh. called Campaign Speech, I think it was Oh, called. I don't know. It was, the, it was weird because it was like a super duper minimalist instrumental. And the story behind it was that like Eminem had just freestyled and then they just added the beat afterwards. And when it's like a out? six minute freestyle. Oh. I feel like it was back around... I'm not sure, actually. Was I don't a, know. You know, if it was before or after Kamikaze, like I think it was before. It had to okay. be before. It was well before Kamikaze. Okay. I think it was actually like around 2016, 2015. Was it in around that era. like like post March Mathers LP two? Okay, perfect. I was just yeah. like, okay, I got you. I, got you. I feel like it was post March Mathers LP two, but not too long after. It uh -huh. could have been right before though. Right. It might have been right before, but like the fact that it was a freestyle, right? And and he's like setting up these crazy fucking rhyme schemes. And the fact that it didn't go on a beat was even more impressive. Yeah. But, like, again, musician's musician. Because I'm the one who gives a fuck about the fact that it's not on a beat. Yeah. And that's why he can flow like that. Right. And that's why it works this way. Because the, the casual listener probably don't even care. They don't even that. like that yeah. Eminem song. They uh -huh. just go to the next one. Uh -huh. They're like, I yeah, see. that's all right. But I'm going to stick with, you know, lose yourself or yeah. something a little bit more understandable. Yeah, digestible. It's like, fuck it, but, 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 you know. I don't know because I can only take that advice so far. Because in the end, who really cares? I'm Death Grips really, fans. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. They're not palatable at all. At all. Matter of fact, they're known for not being palatable. <laughs> that, that's their whole stick. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It, 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 for me, it's a tough thing. It's like you want to be a creative and you want to be creating and be legitimately spreading your wings, but you also, like you said, you feel some sort of incentive to dumb it down. Yeah. And but luckily for me, I've fallen in love with this new type of music where it is dumbed down. I'm having a lot fun, more fun making that music, at least at this point in my life, than I am making real rapidy, rapidy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm having fun making these rock songs and these medallic, juice world sounding songs. Yeah. And people like them more, it sounds like. 
So it's cool. I'm in this nice little pocket right now where I'm going to drop a little bit of this for a while until I get bored of it. Maybe go back to rapping. Maybe pick up jazz or something. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got that saxophone, so <laughs> yeah, I might pick up jazz next. <laughs> hey, maybe that jazz will play into your rap. On oh, God, bro. Yeah. Make some like Kendrick Lamar like jazzy shit. <laughs> Dude, that'd be pretty dope if you were listening to a rap song and it was also the rapper that was on Playing the, sa- the sax. Bro, Masago. Oh, does he do that? Yeah, you never heard... Um, bro... Yeah, I'll put you on after the podcast, bro. There's okay. this one dude. They just build this song from the scratch, bro. They start playing. I think I was telling you about this a little bit, but they start playing on text phone. Then they loop it, and he's like, yeah, 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 and puts it in his uh, MIDI kind of, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he starts, like, playing the drums with his voice, and then they loop that, and he adds piano. They loop that. Oh. They build this whole song, like, right in front of you. It's sick. Okay. And he raps, plays the saxophone, sings. He's hard as hell, bro. Okay, so yeah. it's almost like Mark Rebelay with more instruments. Yeah, it's yeah. just two guys in a fuck ton of a room of instruments. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I mean, I don't know. I just don't want to get too deep into like in- into overthinking your art. You know, I think uh, one person that exemplifies that well is. I don't remember his name. Starts with an M. Kenny Beats. Kenny oh, Beats. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, I love Kenny Beats. And Kenny Beats, he does uh, the lab. Is that what right, it's called? Yeah, where he has the artist come in. Yep. And, then... and and he has that big sign right there that says, don't overthink shit. Yeah. Be- and, that, and he brings them in, and they can't be overthinking shit. You're just writing a song in the lab right. real quick. You can't overthink that. Damn. So I think that like he's he's spreading that message kind of with that content. Bro, that I want to go on that show. That'd be fun. Me bro. too. I really like the Doja Cat one. Bro, that's so crazy. I was just about to say that the Doja Cat one's sick, bro. That's what made me a big fan of hers. Really? Yeah, because just watching her make that so fast, and she was rapping in that episode. Really, yep. like, I was like, damn, she can spit. Uh, I love Doja Cat, dog. Like, I hope she comes out. Rapping her ass off on whatever she drops next. And I think she will. Because she had that cryptic tweet where she's like, these last two albums are cash grabs and shit. Like, she's just trolling as she does. I have a feeling she's just going to rap her ass off on her next album. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I want my future wife to do real well. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and you know she loves white boys, bro. Yes! Yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just weird enough, too. <laughs> you No, honestly, she'd probably love you. Like, listen, bro. She, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're in there, bro. I already know. Like You're some of the TikTok lives, I've watched them and I'm like, man, if I was famous, I would do exactly that. You ever watched <laughs> Dave by Lil Dicky Show? I've I've seen clips, but that's about it. There's the episode where Doja Cat's in it and he's like, so Dave or Lil Dicky's like kind of blowing up in the show now. So he goes on a date with Doja Cat and she's going good. Hey, we clip. Oh yeah, I got you. And then um he like fucks it up somehow. But it's just funny because I was thinking, like, I was like, Lil Dicky is the type of uh, like guy Doja Cat would go for. <laughs> uh, so it just made perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, I was like, this is funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that show, though. So you should check it out. Well, what's so great about that show is that, I, from my understanding, it's very similar to Curb Your Enthusiasm in the way that the characters are real-life people, and it's presented yeah. as if it's in real life. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, exactly. I know they did right. a Charlemagne like I know that they he did. Was, yeah, he goes on Breakfast Club and freestyles, and like that's how he blows up, kind of. Yeah, because it's kind of like his real life, you know. Like it kind of follows like how Little Dicky blew up, uh-huh. but it's a little different, obviously. You know, it's cool, bro. It's a cool show. Okay, 
I like uh, I like Lil Dicky's lyrical style a lot. I think Lil Dicky, similar to Joey Coff, right, is very smart in the way that he incorporates comedy into his music. Yeah. I, I failed to mention that earlier when we brought right. up Joey, and he is a great comedy rapper. And as I said at the last podcast, I love comedy rap. I like doing it myself. Like, it's not a big core value of my music, but it's a big core value of my freestyles, bro. I use it as a defense mechanism, <laughs> if we're being honest. Uh-huh. Because if I'm freestyling funny shit, I... It I'm, don't matter. If it's, it don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I can say anything. Like, our Queen Elizabeth song. Bro, every podcast, we've done something hilarious, that bro. Queen Elizabeth song, dude. <laughs> I, I legitimately think it is so funny. <laughs> me too. When, you, when, when The part that gets me... Is when I say something about like, could you pull up if she's on the money? You go, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> like Jamie. Yeah. Like. Oh my god. Because it was, it followed the conversational thread that we yeah, had like forty five minutes yeah. before. Like it was such a specific reference that happened to make sense in that moment. Right. And also, it's a fucking Queen Elizabeth song. <laughs> I mean, like, the whole thing plays out beautifully. (laughs) And also, is she on the money? Right, I still don't know. I still don't know. I almost don't even want to know. Better off as a mystery. Better off not knowing, bro. Jamie. Jamie. Bro, what, are you try, let's give a rap then, bro. Are you trying to rap again? Yeah. Ooh, are we going to do it every time? I think it's part we, of the tradition, right? We got to, bro. Hey. I used to eat sandwiches all fried bologna. I got a bitch with a... I got a bitch on my. 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 Yeah. I got a bitch on my. I got a bitch on my. I got a bitch on my. Bitch, bitch. I got a bitch on my. Yeah. I got a bitch on my. Yeah. It's snowing in my. Yeah. I got a bitch on my. I got a bitch on my. Yeah. I got a bitch on my. I got a bitch on my. I got a bitch on my. Yeah. It's snowing in my attic. It's snowing in my. Yeah. I got a bitch on my dick. I got a bitch in my eye, bitch I'm with the roots, in this life of roots, I hope you're amused, I know I'm confused, I know I'm confusing, I don't know what to do, got a couple bitches on my dick, got a couple fucking groupies too, got a couple bitches they say boo, got a couple bitches they say hi, I got a bitch on my bucket, and it's snowing in my eye. Somebody take a picture, it's gonna go real fast, Hey, just check out I go, hey look at my ass. Ay, I'm feeling too good, feel the time pass Ay, I'm just looking through the eyeglass I'm looking through the eyeglass I don't know where I pass I just hope that I pass Used to skip on classes I was writing classes Now I spit it out to the masses And I love mathematics Look at my money stack I just love to add it And I used to be an addict Now snowing in my attic Snowing in my yacht Snowing in my eye, snowing in my eye, snowing in my eye. Snow up in my nose, ay, snow up in my car, ay, snow up in my flows, catch me glow just like a star, ay, snow up in my face, ay, snow up in my, yeah, snow up in my, ay, ay. I can do this all day, yo, I think I will. Everything I flow, I think I'm a kill. Ay, I'm feeling like an assassin. I hope my name ain't Bill. <laughs> hey, it's snowing in my attic. It's snowing in my yard. 
I'm just glad I have it. And I, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, dude, that beat ended weird. Uh, it dude, literally it just got ended. It like started a new four bar and then ended after two. He was like, fuck so, you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, uh, look at that fucking artwork. Yo. Angelic. Yeah. Mmm. Artistic. Artistic. So close. Call this shit. Mm -hmm. Uh. How yeah. hard is it? Mm. I don't know, but I'll say it's pretty close to six inches. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. Hard. Six inches. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. Look. They asked how close is this shit Probably cause I'm artistic I told her that I'm long It's a long ride, about six inches She had a problem I told her that she come get up with it They wanna know that I ride my ocean Feels so sadistic Probably because I'm crazy I said that you're my baby She said she hate me more I said that's why you're my lady Hey, baby I'm about to go crazy Give me the touch like Adam's hand Had to understand that I'm the man And Jackman had to come with the Know what I got when I put it in my hand Like I pulled it out the palm trees when I grabbed the sand Had like 20 grand in my fucking hand Blew it all on all my fucking mans Cause they seen the vision They ain't know what I seen I had to tip some asses Just fit in fuck me between To fit in between the stars Everything that I saw when I go far Probably cause I breathe fire bitch I'm my lungs so scorched like I'm Charizard Yeah and that shit real, angelic, no angelica though Fucking on a rugrat with a little bro Got a bad bitch on my motherfucking dick, ayy She a little hoe, throw it on a club in the thought And I really make the gun bop in my gun like a bop stick You could hear a chop when it go toot toot That's a motherfucking chop, real shit I don't give a fuck about your block Yeah, you can suck my cock <laughs> Real <laughs> shit That shit hard Uh, ayy I do what I gotta do Uh Even though she can't bust it, can't 
like an apple and pear If you never took a bite, then you're probably unaware That you asked me why we scared Yeah, we all scared, but it's time to go a pair These are similar to Mr. Rolls, are kinda scarce I'm not fucking glad that he's motherfucking breathing air Yeah, real shit, and I had his bad Got a bad bitch on my fucking ass Why the fuck she on my fucking ass? I don't care, I ain't even gonna text her back I got texted back, probably right after class They gotta have a fucking problem with me right now I'ma shoot him with my gun, I'ma fucking blast Yeah, yeah, yeah
Okay. Yeah. But I could never give enough. No way. No way. <laughs> but I could do it four days, no, four five days, days no, six five days, days no, seven. Six days, that gon' no, make days. a week, make me weak. I could never ever be. I've been moving since the jump. I've been doing this since three. Now it's four. Now it's five. I could score till I die. I'ma never ever quit. Yo, that ruse was alive. Yeah, Every that time was alive. Every time I'ma dive. Hit this shit like I'ma fly. Got a bad bitch on my dick. Oh why? I don't give a fuck cause I'm in the air. Probably gonna fly like I don't care. But things to the wings. Motherfuckers really wanna get it till I put on a necklace with bling. Real diamonds. Real shit. Real fucking gold. I don't care, bitch, behold It's in a story told Prophecy fucking per told For the people who think that I'm bold I could give it to a devil With heavy metal Got bitches and rebels Never thought they'd get it But I'm gonna get it uh, I'm on my fucking car Gonna drive an expressway And I hit the pedal Over the rubble I'ma never ever stop I ain't never ever settle Yo, I'm like a rent a cop How I'm rolling yeah. downhill Like on a Segway Like I got skill Like I'm not stopping Like I'm on topping I'm like not dropping No, I just keep this fire inside my mouth It's not an option I... Uh. I'm sealed up, I got hot-headed, I kneel stuff I, I hold it inside and y'all catch it I kill vibes, I destroy, I kill y'all Your favorite rapper will die When I come in, yo, I bring a knife in his eye In his eye, got a knife as big as this You can't talk with this, got a bad bitch stopping this Never thought she'd drop with this Let me get the poppin', bitch When I pop your shit, better pull up your stockings, bitch Put fucking presents in your stocking like Santa Claus But you know I ain't dropping shit I ain't copping shit Go to the mall Cop a dog Got a bad bitch On my dick And she love this shit Jack man Really give her dick Till she come Yeah Real shit I don't even give a fuck Cause I'm dumb And I put a fucking bitch in a, uh, And I put my fucking thumb In her butt like plum And I'm I give a dick, tell her my potion is how I do this, hold on You know my bitch on my dick and she call me up After this roost, I got a bad bitch that I'm about to fuck And anyone who want it, I can give it to him I give her good dick, uh, I'm finna sinister I'm finna sinister, probably cause I'm too sinister The mentor that probably show up and probably go and enter her Enter your interlude, when I get this I'ma mental her Mental the fucking mind, probably cause I was too fine Big high mountain I'm supposed to climb, but I'm too divine Was this fucking flow that I find, the pocket that eyes of mine The pocket I claim is mine, when I enter all these beats I eat them up like it's breakfast recipes when I eat They had to know that I probably could get this off my feet I take my feet off and I fly until I fucking reach the street That I was trying to go and get to so I could go compete and pass the finish line with these bitches who gonna suck my meat when I'm passing break the ribbon they had to understand that I'ma get it go and get it diminish the fucking witness they had to understand Jack man he the fucking man had to throw up like all they hands give a bitch with a fucking pen hit that bitch with a fucking pen back in the pan when I'm pan fried and I just caught a 
fish Damn, where the fuck my landmine? I just step on landmine, blow up so fucking high You cannot see that I eclipse the sky Real fucking shit <laughs> Uh, try, try this shit Right before this podcast I had to say bye to five bitches uh-huh. <laughs> Like, sorry, I'm busy <laughs> uh, He said that I'm busy Me and Rouge, he just fucked her and she tried to kiss me I'm like, what the fuck? You go back to rules, he finna go make you confused when he say that he the rules. Exactly, and I was like, bitch, who you think that is? That's Jackman, Rules right here. Yo, get out this shit. <laughs> yeah, get out this shit. That is not my bitch. I just fucked another one. Now we're her mother, huh? <laughs> one bitch, two bitch, three bitch, four. Dr. Seuss, like me, when I score. One uh, green fish, I mean one green bitch. I mean, <laughs> I got the green, I'ma hand it to that bitch. Go shopping. Um. <laughs> uh. Green, 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 greener pastures. Greener pastures, my pasture greener. I'm a bastard. I got bitches on my tractor. I got bitches who think I'm faster. Fuck the farmer's daughter like I'm right after. Hey, and we lining up. I just lined her up. Got a bad bitch and she wanna fuck. On my tractor. Hey, hey, yeah, on my tractor. Hey, yeah, yeah, on my tractor. Hey, yeah, yeah, on my tractor. Yo, check this Hey, yeah, yeah, on my tractor. Got this little bitch on my arm. I bring her straight down to the farm. Uh, we make some corn. Did it straight on top of corn. <laughs> yeah. What I'm gonna say? Yo, I found that bitch's needle inside the hay. Hey, hey. I fucked her on the corn. I forced that up the farmer's porn hub and we made some porn. I got on farmers only. I found a little whore. I fucked her in my pasture. I just said of course Cause I can't find a good girl In a farmer's world And this a farmer girl Yeah she a farmer girl I'm finna fuck her good Right up on my green tractor I'm finna fuck her good And I'm the farmer's pasture Yo, that lady She's really for the picking She got me running out Like the head caught off a chicken I said, yo that bitch Look at her butt, make me go wow I would never tell her so Hey, she kinda like a cow and I fucked a cow once before So I hope that she got four stomachs from four loads like of course And wait <laughs> Four score <laughs> Like four score and feel like Abraham Lincoln I'm saying four score seven years ago But the bad bitch seven years ago I, hold on, I'm getting old <laughs> I'm getting old Only 24, 10 years ago I was 14 I was trying to score C Hey, cause I was so horny You can't stop cause I'm out there implore it You can't stop, let me go deplore this I'm a whore bitch, I ain't kidding though I fuck so many bitches on original I fuck bitches in class, bitches in math Bitches after class, bitches after that Bitches after that, and at the parties Got a bad bitch jumping like Jeff Hardy I'm a fucking dick, damn, this is a party I'm a fucking bitch, damn, I'm a leaver, Hey, Real shit, why am I always like this? And you know that I'm with it I said the last time, how can I be misogynistic? I love all my bitches yeah. Leave it to Beaver that's what we call this one. Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. I'm gonna leave it in her Beaver. <laughs> you know where I'ma leave it. Mm. In her Beaver. In her Beaver. 
Inner Beaver, Inner Beaver Like I'll believe her, shout Justin Bieber I got that white girl, and I put in her Beaver na 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 I got a white girl An out of sight girl mm -hmm. I like to fight girl Yeah, true My kind of night girl <laughs> Yeah, that's my kind of fucking night girl Hey. I said we, we alright girl, yeah, yeah We, we, we alright girl Look at this, hold on, I'm sorry, I'm distracted Distracted by the video that's playing in the beat They got some Mario Kart, yo, that shit is elite It is, that shit is elite and he finna go lap him He finna lap him, that means that he's gonna pass him I'm about to lap him, so they think they ahead of me But honestly, I don't think that they got the remedy And if they did, they wouldn't even apply it or try it Probably because I could sleep and understand it with closed eyelids who? Simple as that, I got a simple question. Who? Who? Like, is it me or is it you? Is it you? Hey, I'm just asking you, like, who? Love you, hey. We should all love I. You should ask me why. Cause I always try, always try to be that guy. But I'm too busy getting high, and I'm hitting rock bottom. You know, if I say I got him, then I got him. I'm a platinum. I shot him and booked him and ditched him and ducked him and fucked him and hit him and clicked him and pitched him and did it. And fuck them, and lift them, and lift up the doors up with a bad bitch in a tour bus. Got a bad bitch on my own dick, gonna bounce up like who is us, like who is us, like who is us. Damn, this is words though with wordplay and rules hitting rhymes like a bird bus and a bird song. I don't give a fuck if you could curb long, but I hit the fucking long curve on the S curve and the curb long. Curb long with a bird's word, with bird's word, what's a word, bitch? Gotta fucking earn it. Let do this shit hard. <laughs> That's just hard. That was a great one. Yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded sounded like a part of the beat, bro. <laughs> like you was killing that shit. Bro. It, just, it felt so right, bro. Oh, we just did this one, didn't we? Hey, get I, I was about to do that beat again. <laughs> you really like that bitch, bro? I like that one. This beat's called Jack. No, uh, it is. Oh, it's meant to be. Let me, let me, let me. Uh. Go for it, man. Your name's on it. It literally has your name on it. <laughs> I literally, I don't see your name on it. Hey, 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 h
jackhammer Ain't seen no jackin' right here, right? Jack the fucking ripper, I'm a fucking ripper I don't give a fuck about a fucking dipper Gonna swim like a motherfucking fisher Jack me and bitch gonna rip her up That man really love the fuck, hey Jack and he's like murdering someone in the cover art. Right? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I can tell you, I don't think anybody could have ever written that. That was a freestyle right there if I've ever heard one. <laughs> if I've ever heard one, though. Alright, let's find a, let's. you're right, let's find a happy beat. Do like a, what do you think? Uh, I don't know, I'm just gonna happy type beat. Perfect. See what happens. Happy. <laughs> you know, I love them horns. And if you feel alright, just say it with me. Hey, we sing it out like A to the Z. Hey, I've been playing since I was a little boy. I've been having some fun. And I can see that everybody else ain't like that. But I be getting it done. So I don't need nobody to show me how. I figure it out. Y'all know me now. And if I if I wanted to, I could even teach ya. Hey, come over here. I don't mean to preach, bruh. But I got it right in my pocket. Feeling out of sight. You could call it iconic. Everything I did, you know, I rock it. Feel like Elon when I skyrocket. Uh, I said, out my pocket. Everything I pulled out, yo, I'm rocking. Never ever stop, yo, I feel like Spock. And I'm up in space, yo, right out my pocket. Like, I'm on my pocket. Had a problem with me, take all I can rock it. I'm about to blast off, and you can't stop it. It's about to be a good day, you can't top this. I think I'll rock this. She wanna blast me, I got a problem. She tryna text me, why you wanna text me? You do not know me, I'm in the ball like a Cody or Ginobili. I'm finna ball on her, she wanna know my name. I cannot tell her that. I feel like Novocaine Cause I am too numb And I feel too numb I got a bit on my dick I'm finna give her my thumb I'm finna go fuck her up I'm finna go give her some She wanna know my name She know that I'm done This bitch too happy I'ma tell you one day I lost my voice So I can't sing but that okay <laughs> And if you wanna get me in love You just give me what's above It be right there from the start Right there, you can feel it in your heart. And if you want me in love, it's just straight from above. Yeah, yeah, it's been there from the start. Just a little bit of your heart. Just a little bit of your heart. You just gotta give me a little bit of your heart. 
I wish I could talk to you, I'm gonna give you this Hey, here's a part of my heart, please don't diminish it Please don't diminish it, this is my life This is my heart, I feel alright I hope you take it though Probably cause it's all like a Rubik's My mind is so confused And religion and humans And religion and humans How the fuck mm. Shake is like one of guys just has to commit to it. Like I've I've had it the other way around where I'm just like 
<laughs> I go like this and they go like that. And I'm like, <laughs> like I fixed it, bro. Don't worry, we're good. That, it really does fix it in the weirdest way. Yeah, it does. <laughs> not, it, somehow that's less weird than us going like. This one's by handshakes. This one's by handshakes. Oh yeah, well, yeah it is. So let me hear about it. I'll tell you about it. Hi. Hey. Basically, I show you what this shit can take. I put it all right down into a handshake. Hey. I love my baby now, so this how me and my girl go lay it down first. A smack, that's the connect. That's how you know we love each other. Keep that shit correct. Mm. Then collapse, put that shit together. I said the fingers in the grass. Then I pull her close back. It's kinda like a dap, but wait, there's more than that. After it, I put my elbow above. And then I bonk it on her forehead, like what the fuck? But don't worry, she does the same thing to me. Uh-huh. We bonk each other's foreheads with our elbows, you see? Yeah. And that's what makes it ours, and nobody can take it. That's my handshake with my baby, my baby. Yeah. Mm. I like your baby's handshake, and I like to have a handshake. I grab my baby for handshakes, and we both just play patty cake. I fun again. Slap her hand and I'ma dab her up and pull her in and give her a hug that probably saying like a lot. Hold on. Let me speak about it. I'm finna dab her up and after that I dab her up. Under sheets I'ma slap her up. I give a dick and make her scream and she just love me for that shit. That's our secret handshake, bitch. Give her fucking good dick. Real shit, that's some hood shit. <laughs> bitch, you know that shit. I'll fucking give her that dick as a handshake. She grabbed my dick and put it in. <laughs> she, she, did not see that coming. Hey, I call that dick handshake. Dick handshake. How much dick can you take? Put that dick in your shit. Put that dick in your face. Put yeah. that dick in your clip. Make that shit go crazy. That's a handshake. But I did it with my Richard. Did it with my penis. Did it with my little critter. Mm. Say, I don't need to do it with fingers. I do it with something that gives thoughts that linger. Hey, my hands extend all across my body. My hands and my tongues, bitch. Oh, no, she's a daddy. So she gon' shake my hand, which is my dick, with her tongue. That little thought, bitch. She gon' give me it. Uh, yeah. Um, we talking dirty like a potty. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking illegal like Gotti. <laughs> I put her on shoddy and then I put her on top me like you do not see my face because I'm under her and she be cowboying uh like now boy is now poison because I could never break away from it yo this handshake I'm clasped deep I'm taking it I grab her in my room wait hold on I have a boy (laughs) this is worth rewinding yeah, tell me more, Jack, man. Right. Uh, this is one bar. <laughs> I hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my baby hit me up and asked if you got me. I shut the blinds and I'm Hitler's. You can't wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> listen, listen, He's listen. building tension, folks. Hey, she started to top me. I closed the blinds and hit her so you cannot see. So you cannot see. I hit her, I hit her, so you cannot see. Uh, hey, little mustache. Uh, that's what she got right above that. Uh, and I love that. Uh, yo, that, I'ma fuck that. She got a happy trail, so I know where to go. She got a happy trail, resemble a rainbow, so I can find the gold. With a leprechaun There's a leprechaun hiding in her pussy I'ma take him on I ain't gonna fuck him no 
his ass and get up in that pussy, then get up in that ass. <laughs> yeah. I got something to talk about. I mean, to share this for a while, bro. Hey, so, yeah. like, when I'm looking down there, there was this one time, it was brown hair, and I remember. There's some shit that be cool, like a weed leaf or like some shit that rules, but this bitch, she was not it, bruh. I said she shaved her clit like a swastika. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Me and that bitch, we had to break up. Which means I'll be out of there too. Don't know what to do. Give her that dick and then I'ma leave. I am just kidding, bro. What about you? I'm finna fuck her and give her the do. I'm finna fuck give her new hairdo in her pubic region. Uh, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking funny as hell. <laughs> I was really trying to make that one work. <laughs> that one landed for sure. I know. <laughs> I don't think swastika's ever hit like that before. Oh, God. <laughs> Unlanded, bro. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast, folks. <laughs> I got that. Oh wait, 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 wait. This is R and B. Hold on. This is R and B. Okay. This is our first R and B song, then, Jack Man. Yeah, let's get it. All right. Okay. How could I, how could I explain it? It's like, it's like smoke in the air. It's like hair in your teeth. It's like I've been stuck since the day you met me. It's like food in your mouth that you thought that you would eat. But it stayed there for days and you never got the tree. You just sat and you waited. You love contemplated a world in my lap and you showed me the spaceship. I get it, I got it. Your love's like a rocket. I need it, I sprocket it. Space, I am God. So many bitches <laughs> meet terms and conditions. 
my bitch named Brenda. Yo, that bitch know how to twerk. Hey, and you know my fire, it always flame on. And Stacy's damn mom has got that going on. I fuck Stacy's mom right by the pool at the school. I fuck Stacy. My falsetto's gone, which means that my range is kind of fucking like not even an octave. I got a bitch. But you like, still fuck on your mom. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that melody's nice, huh? Uh, <laughs> I like that, bro. <laughs> that cover art's hard. I always think every time you say that, they have, they're always probably wondering when they're listening, like, what is he seeing? Yeah. <laughs> what is he seeing? I say it every time, too. Yeah. Like, damn, that one's cool. He's like, what is he saying? I'll tell you what I am seeing. Hopefully you believe it. I see three fucking demons, guys, walking through your mouth. How do you tell him? Let me re-explain. <laughs> Accurate. His mouth is open, so we can go insane. There's three guys walking in, and you can see a teeth. And she can chaw on you. If you believe in me, and if you can see this shit, then you would not believe. She's painting on her lips. I can barely breathe. Hey, that's some shit you can't make up. Hey, I said Jack, man, he say stuff. He tell you what he see, and up. what he sees tough. What he sees real, it's dope. It's dope as fuck. You Basically. said that's some shit that you cannot make up. And she putting on makeup. That's some real stuff. Spray shit. Before I go delay shit, me and Roos got the keys. Take off in spaceships. Me and Roos probably believe, but you can't say shit. I spray shit. Big AK Draco and hang shit, which means my Draco got a drum like I was in a band. Had a problem with me, man. I'ma show you just who I am. I'ma just show you I'm that guy. Holy fuck, this is a big surprise. I could probably go serve you rallies, burgers, pickles, and them fries. Ketchup, mustard, and that mayo. Like I'm a sailor, ayo. I got a bitch like a yayo, and I serve all that ayo. That means I serve. And I serve all that crap I mix that bacon soda She wanna know where she's at I said give me a soda Bitch go grab me a pop So I can mix it with this leaning on my fucking survive Culture Culture More, 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 more I need some meat Ain't no chore, 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 chore I need a little bit And hey, give me some more, 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 more I could never get enough Never get enough I got a In my pocket I got Plenty of stuff, I got plenty of dollars, but I could never get enough. I just keep on moving up, I just keep on making paper. I blow it smoke in the air, you can call it vapor. I throw it, no potato. Yo, I'm flowing gay, yo. Said I'm slinging crack, you could never stop me, dang, bro. I, hey, this what I came for. This what I came for. Bruce got the lyrics, I hope that you hear it My cigarette burns slow, slower than all my spirits In the mirror when I'm looking through people Hope you can hear it, if you fear it Then you understand, bitch, I'm finna go share it Share it like a fucking shark Really tear you apart In my heart, probably condone to the pieces that you can start In my start, it gonna roar Like really where we explore In my mortar, in my pistons Piss fast like Patrick Horn I piss fast like I just drank all of this lick fast I could probably get up on your fucking bitch ass my 
follow all your shit And follow all of my followers Put it in her mouth and she swallow it She a swallower She is not a spitter But bitch, I'm not a quitter I'm a fucker after I hit her And leave her, bitch, best believe it I got all these bitches who chew on me like a beaver And I could chop a tree down Hopefully my receiver could really receive The audio radio waves you hearing If you understand my spirit We're slower than what you're seeing or believing Holy fuck, these words are rhyming That I'm spitting out my mind all the time on the perfect timing with the beats with, with the, the beats <laughs> with the with the with the beats <laughs> yeah i impress myself sometimes i don't even know what i be saying but it makes sense somehow <laughs> i hell the fuck that make that make sense <laughs> dude i think freestyling we're still about freestyling you get that you get that that real 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 you can't fake that I got the steeds, I saw a jet man when he dropped the breeze Never ever quit, yo I got the ease I've been flowing since the day I was not with cheese Like I was little ricotta, like I get it, I gotcha Like a, mmm, proper Ayy, I'm like Timmy Turner, give me a wish Gotta burn her, I'ma call you up Ayy, I gotta turn you, gotta turn around Gotta see some more, gotta go on tour Gotta be the boy, gotta be the man Ain't nobody stop me Hey, this little bitch, you gon' give me choppy. Feel like El Chapo, feel like a cowboy. I feel like Kid Rock, hey, like now, boy. Hey, yo, yeah, hey, 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 yeah. Look, hey, I got the game on clamp. I'm a teeny bitch, come and rub me like a lamp. If you got a fucking parliament, she a tramp. You a lady in the tramp, bitch. Give me a stamp, give me a tramp stamp. I'ma go and plant that like a moon landing. Bitch, where is my flag at? Finna plant that. Real shit, she can have that with a handbag.
I'ma see you. You. I'ma see you. Who, 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 who. I'ma see you. 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 I wanna see you in the booth. If you want a feature, only charge you 150. Hit me up. That's a fucking truth. Actually, I'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs>
like a prize I'll never let it up This my new religion, yo I never get enough I never get enough Of my new religion And my new religion is the only life that I'm living I used to live in the living room And just start forgetting Watching TV, trying to live with my family But I'm forgiven But I was just still sinning But not in my religion I'm trying to be exactly what the fuck I was living And that means I'm reliving Reliving my religion Cause I am rebirth Reborn again a sinner That one was hard I, 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 I knew that you were on something so like this is a Jack this is the Jackman song. <laughs> yeah, my dog. I like when you let me shine. <laughs> you let me shine. Bro. You know how to shine, man. Yeah, 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 I was born. We we was born for this shit. Hey, if you stand up real quick. Yeah. I'll bet. Good luck. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I dropped that bitch like 20 times. <laughs> we was born for this. Swear we was born for this. I was sworn for this. I was still getting torn for this. Torn Adam with my fucking rib to just make my bitch. Call it Adam 
Smoking on that Tarzan pack. Tarzan pack. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I said we got a couple more freestyles in us. I'm with it. I was from the streets, also from all the suburbs, dude Which means I let blue lights, two lights, all the time Spit life, spit personality in my rhymes Split shit, but really I split Adam Split all the fucking shit that really could split Adam I spit Adam and get Adam After they could take my rib I tell them, fuck this shit, I'ma go and blast a bitch Magic, yo, that's how the vibe is Said you can explain, it's just like science Uh, that's tragic I said, yo, shit, yo, that shit's not mathematic Hey. Like a dimple with personality, we make it simple. Mm. Do it like right now. Hey, I got you right in the sights. Wow. Hey, wow. Put a crater like a dimple. Had to go and put a lot of gold in my dental. Had to go and put a lot of gold in my rental. Gold on my ice chain, shit like a mental. Gold on my ice fucking chain like a mental. Then I had to go and cop a brand new rental. Drive it to Target, I could probably start it. Scam them, I'm retarded. Going fucking crazy, probably cause I parked it. Look at that star, bitch. That's a no star, I'm a star going hard, bitch. Looking through the spaceship. I was in my spaceship, trying to drool when I fucking Jerry rigged it makeshift. And they had to hate this. Probably they can't paint this picture. Picture fucking perfect, you can't paint this. Probably go and take this. Why the fuck you hating? Probably cause you do not like the concentration. I met you due to like the concentrations for me to make this. Holy shit, shank this, paint this, hate this, spank this, late this, late shit, kick flip, break shit, hate shit. I just do shit. Real my Rubik's Cube in my mind when I fucking lose it. I am a doofus, I am a bad man, stupid student. Try to go and yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, let's look at the sky. That cloud looks 
bitch like a motherfucking guy That I know that always wants to fucking try To fucking best me and go and one up me Listen bitch, I'm sorry, your bitch dusty My bitch is way better, yours ugly My bitch too fucking clean, I'm a fucker I don't give a fuck about your fucking mother After that I show up undercover Black cops, black cops, black cops Black cops, black cops It's like some One Piece. Ah. Yeah, getting the straw hat shit. Uh. Lyrical assassin, I smash him, I never ever stop. I come in like it's passion, like straight from the top. Like I did it, like I had it, like I did it, like I have it. I did it, then I smashed it. Like Two magic, grab my carpet like Aladdin. I can smash this and go and pass it. I'm asthmatic, so I can't keep up. I never ever stop, I hit it just like I'd leave her, but then I don't leave her. I keep her around, I got like five other bitches, only for the sounds. Yeah, <laughs> like, not even for what they offer, I just like to have them around. They nice, and they honorable, I said they nice bitches. I don't like the mean bitches, mean bitches, yo, you can stay off my team, bitches. Hey, that's groovy, really, that shit is groovy. I don't like mean girls, I don't like the mean girls movie, cause that invented mean girls, like, George. I got bitches on my porch, they so fucking worse Trying to be mean girls too, like Lindsay Lohan I could give her some Donald Trump fucking Lohan Grab her by the pussy, damn, she know she looking Hey, I hope they don't clip this bitch, I'ma rip this shit That bitch I could see for days But you know who's really mine? Tina Fey yeah. <laughs> I love Tina Fey Saturday Night Live Because I'm so alive, I feel like I could drive Watching, I'll be back soon. We can go to the mountains like some raccoons. <laughs> hey, hold on, that's the same guy. I'm just Jack, man. Bitch, I'm too fly, hey, and I'm so lit, hey. Give me a second to think, hey. And the beat about to end. Let me just take me a drink. Mm, my computer, 
on my scooter, feeling like Bradley Cooper, like a rocket raccoon. I said I got the head. Yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this will be the final freestyle, folks. Let's get the it. final freestyle. Yes, start us off. Okay. Hey, let's take it back. Back to the day I was chilling in the room. I was feeling okay. I've been, okay. I've been trying to get your vibe. I've been feeling pretty good. I've been feeling all right. Okay. All right. I've been trying to rap for days, but I don't know what it is. Like my head's up in the days. Okay. But maybe one day I get it out. I figure it out. I make it scream, make it shout. So one line. Now I got one. So two lines. Now it's down, son. Now three lines. It's a whole verse. By the time I'm done, I'ma rehearse. Now I. They can't ignore us. Yo, you better hear me on the chorus. Uh, hey, and these kids. Yo, I kill the shit out of pre bridge. I figured it out like long ago. That that was my shit. Like a song, yo ho. Like, that's where I exist. Right in between these lines, trick, right here, in between the words, find me there, yo, this shit is absurd, I ain't even real, I ain't even a person, I feel real when I'm deep in rehearsing, when I'm deep in my passion, when I chill right here, freestyle of a jackman, when I'm doing what I do, that's making it happen, that's exactly where I'm at, man, that's when I'm here, that's when I am present, that's when I'm here, that's when I'm in my head, shit, that's when I'm here, when I'm doing all this music, you can take this away from me, how I do it. And you ain't clean, ho Pull up to the scene, ho Probably listerine, bro Probably cause I'm too clean And you cannot stop me Pull up in the scene Like a motherfucking jockey Riding on my horses My car got horses Pull up in these motherfucking Porsches And Porsches important Got bad bitches on my dick, ho I'ma pull up, man Probably get the split, so I'ma do the She go do the split, so Give her all these motherfucking bitches In her wrist, so I was eating shit, like Shout out to Ritz, bro Playing on my guitar strings Probably pulling hard They had to understand That I'm not gonna pull your card I had to put it in the shit I put my portion part Uh, and I was dancing like Ritzo Feeling crazy, I felt just like a schizo Didn't know how to do it, how to get going So I never stopped, yo I did it so I wasn't broke I'm tired of never having the funds So I learned how to do it, how to get it all done I learned how to stack it up, how to make all that paper I learned how to make the music and I'm not making it later I make it now, I'ma make them wow I'ma show them now, I'ma lay it down And if I don't, you can put me down You can take me out And if I don't, you can do it now You can kill me now, you can put me down since straight euthanized Ever since the day I was a youth I vibe and never ever quit Yo, I do, I try I will never ever stop I never ever stop I say it a lot But that's the real thing I'm like an energizer bunny Every time I rhyme Yo, it's kinda crazy I'ma never ever die I'ma never ever fall down I always walk Every time I spit these rhymes I always talk Every time I hop on beats I always walk Every time I hop on beats I always jog Every time I hop on beats I always hop Go up and down like a rabbit Yo, I bop I'ma make a bop Boom, bap, top Never ever quit Yo, I did it like I'm not Did it like I'm not him And I made him me I'ma do that Yo, I made him, see? Found him, deep inside of myself, deep inside of the mirror, I be finding myself, yeah. You gotta end it right there, bro. You gotta end it right there, bro. That shit was hard. Yes, it was, man. I'm always not. Yo, shout out Roos, bro. Shout out Roos, that shit was hard. Shout out. Hey, shout out Roos, that shit was hard.
is hard I guess I'm coming back, I'ma go and play my card I'm running down the sideline like my name was Denard They had a problem with me, I'ma go and give them hard I'm finna give them everything that I fucking got Spit it out my mind, it really is coming off the top If they got a problem with me, then they can suck my jock If they got a problem with me, I feel like I'm young jock Which means, you cannot stop me when I'm coming through I have a problem that I'm going through and I come through you You got a problem with me, then I'm gonna give you hands Five fingers to the cheek, bitch, I'm the man They had to understand that I probably came with a plan They had to know that I did it cause I am Jack Man I'm the man in this bitch and I put my arms all across the shit when I'm doing it All across the yard, all across the yard, all across your lawn They had a problem with me, just you make me yawn And you make me tired, and I run you with tires Had a problem with me, bitch, I'm under spit of fire And they know it's fucking real, bitch, it's fucking real If I pop a pill, I'm probably gonna go insane I feel like schizo cause this shit is coming to my brain They had to understand that we in the same lane Yeah. <laughs> that shit was dope. That shit was dope. <laughs> that shit was dope, Jack, man. It always is when we get together, my friend. It always is, bro. So, with all that being said, <laughs> with that being done there, uh, is there... Any message you want to leave with the folks at home today? Is there anything that you want mm. them to take away from this particular fourth episode of the limited series, Ruse X Jackman on Ruse Radio? What do, what do you want them to take home this mm. week? I'm not necessarily going to tell them what to take home. I think the audience is smart enough. Everyone's going through different shit. I'm sure they took something home of it. But what I will say is whatever you did take home from it, and if it's something that we said, it was genuine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think there's a necessary, at least for me, there's not one necessary, uh, nece like there's not one thing. It could have been anything. But whatever it was, it was genuine. Wow. That's a good answer. And I'll actually like, follow on that real quick and yeah. then we'll wrap this. Because I think that that's what you just said. That's wise, Jackman. Mm -hmm. I believe in you guys too. And I think you guys are smart enough to take whatever you want to take away. From this, I think that a big problem with the way that a lot of us look at things today is we treat things as if people are not smart enough and people need things to be dumbed down to the single simplest denominator. Mm. And when you treat people like that and when you present that reality into the world, that becomes the truth. As long as you continue to do that, and I think you need to go the opposite direction. I think we all need to do that. We need to believe in one another. We need to believe that we are smart enough, and we need to treat each other like smart, intelligent people that are capable of understanding the depth of everything. And one thing I find is that, especially with kids, you need to treat kids that way. So Yeah. If, yes, because yeah. those kids grow up, and they, that's instilled in them. Mm -hmm. They know. They're that, baby, like, didn't you? Like, yeah. Kind of like for a long time. Yeah, and they're treated as if they like 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 the whole kid talk thing. And no, we can't do that. Like, just treat people like people. Yeah, and you will be so surprised by the results. And treat yourself like a person. Okay, guys, that. treat yourself like you would treat somebody else that you respect. And that too will change your life. Thank you so much for being here, Jack. Man, anytime, my boy. Thank you guys so much for watching. Rose Radio. Clocking out. Ain't nobody gonna take it away. I swear no one.